Welcome back, everybody, to Jurassic Park. I was singing that song like all day. You guys ready for tonight? We gotta harmonize. You going for the high C? That will be worth the copyright claim. <laughs> Don't worry, I'll miss all the notes. Welcome to Jurassic Park. The VHS files contain spoilers, adult content, and harsh language. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome back to the VHS Files, everyone. And tonight, we're going to everyone's favorite fucking amusement park, Jurassic Park. Yay! If you've listened to our show for any length of time, you've probably heard some topics about Jurassic Park pop up from time to time. And um, that's because I have put out to the world that I'm not the biggest fan of this movie. And that did not go so well with everybody else on this show. (laughs) So there's always been hints of when we talk about Jurassic Park, when we talk about Jurassic Park. Well, the new Jurassic Park movie is coming out, so I figured now is a perfect time we can talk about this great big pile of shit of a franchise. Stop! Stop! <laughs> now, we, we may not disagree on the franchise, but we're yeah. going to disagree on this movie, I think. And I'm, I came fully prepared for that. Now, let's, let's, let's just get the air clear here. I don't hate this movie. <laughs> I don't believe you. Yeah, he does. Don't let him lie. I he do not it. hate this movie. I just do. I do not hold this movie in the regard that everybody else does. You don't like the. You don't like how much how high this movie is held. Is Jurassic Park overrated? Jurassic Park, nineteen ninety three. Yes, absolutely. I believe it's overrated. That's why we have a show, people, because we're going to prove Josh wrong. And I, and I hope we get some responses <laughs> to this, because this is kind of going to turn into an episode where it's going to be me asking everyone what's so great about this movie. Now, I can enjoy this movie on an entertainment value level, okay? But we're also talking about the director, Steven Spielberg, who is a, a gargantuan filmmaker, has made some of the best movies of all time, and this is usually included in that. And I don't think this movie holds a candle to some of his other work. Which is not right. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yes, he's on right. the Mount Rushmore of, of movie directors. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I think he has much better films in his filmography that are not as regarded as high as this movie. So 1993, Jurassic Park. Um, wh- where were you guys? High school or uh, middle school? As it, was everybody here in middle school or Jason, were you in high school at this point? Close to high school. Jason was in his mid forties. Yes, <laughs> I am. I am now a hundred and ten years old. <laughs> this is what the the world of laughter will do for you. You have a great complexion, a little hairy on the chin. You know, it's okay. I think I was Jenny. We were in the same grade, right? So, was that sixth grade for us? Yeah, seventh grade, something. Like I was that. gonna Either say, one. like, the summer between fifth and sixth grade. When did this come out? Too old to have a Jurassic Park lunchbox, but not too old to have a Jurassic Park t-shirt. 
That's or, personal or, to me. Or, tra- or tra- Trapper Keeper? Or Trapper Keeper still kind of a thing? Oh, no, sure, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Lunchbox a little nerdy by middle school, but you could still yeah. rock a, a t-shirt or, a, or a, a folder with a dinosaur on it. Yeah, that sweet ass logo. <laughs> right. I mean, that's one thing. That's one thing I will give this movie is it is a pop culture icon. There's a lot going on, going forward in that regard. Like, like, you know, the advertising, the, the logos, all that stuff. Like, yeah, I mean, this is when I think back to that time, this this movie was so huge. It owned 1993 completely. Right. And there was a big buzz around it, too. Like, this is the first time as a kid, I remember, like, people talking about a movie that you wanted to go see because they were bringing dinosaurs to life. Like, you had never seen dinosaurs like this before. You know, get people to say, gee, this is the first time I've really seen a dinosaur. You know, this isn't Gorgo, this isn't Godzilla. This is really a movie that I think is really happening as I'm watching it. Action! It wasn't the old claymation, uh, what is it, Jason? The My era of movie watching, because I'm so fucking old. You just watched like a horse, right? That thing yes. spun around. It was just a yeah. horse running. But uh, no, I mean, when you had dinosaurs, I mean, you had the stop motion stuff, like a lot of stuff you would see in like a King Kong movie. It was about the closest right. because in the old King Kong, he fights something that looks like a T-Rex. Uh, then we got our, you know, Godzilla movies. Right. From the 50s on, Ga- you know. Guy in a suit, so, right. Yeah, just a guy in a suit. So, I mean, they had tried dinosaurs, you know, but they just never looked that. But then here you got ILM and fucking the man Stan Winston. Well, I was planning to make the movie, you know, as much as possible with full-size animatronic dinosaurs. And the only person on the face of the planet that could pull that off was Stan Winston. Listen, this this is, to me, the last movie where that I went to the theater and saw something I felt like I had never seen before. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, there there were big jumps in technology through different films the all you know you can mention the matrix you can mention different you know sci-fi films and things like that but this movie i think was the last time it was like i will pay almost anything to see this because this is going to be insane and it was i mean you're you're just like you're you're looking you're like you can't believe your eyes you're watching this in 93 and you can't believe your eyes yeah, when I saw this movie, my parents took me to see it at like the mall theater. And like I've said many times on the show, I was not allowed to watch like scary movies and like people getting eaten by dinosaurs, you know, qualifies. Mm-hmm. I think we're going to talk about that. Yes, yeah, that's we a are. subject we're going to talk about. Um, but for me, it, it was scary. So. I remember sitting there just in awe of what I was watching. And like, I was changed in, <laughs> in that theater. Like I wanted to become a uh, archeologist or a paleontologist <laughs> or like I got dinosaur books. Like I got real nerdy with it and I read the book like right after I saw yeah. the movie, it's so amazing. For me, the love of the movie is also wrapped up in the love of that time of like discovery and wonder and like, you know, imagination. So it's not just about like the actual movie for me. I can't separate it from nostalgia. It opened a door. 
Yeah. That, you know, had previously been closed yeah. of, of like, we can make anything now. Watch. Like, yeah. look what we did. Like, we can make anything. If we can make these dinosaurs, we can make superheroes. We can make, you know, whatever. Uh, monsters and all this kind of stuff. Like, it, it just, it changed the game. You know what I mean? It changed the game for the better, but it also changed the game for worse mm-hmm. in some movies. No, because, you're, right. you're absolutely right. Because after this, a lot of movies changed. And because of the way this movie was made and what they did, People found a different way to make movies. And it was so authentic and smooth, I actually said, well, that's the future. That's the way it's going to be from now on. And it always was not great. Yep. Yeah. So it yep. definitely tainted Hollywood for many, many, many years. And we still, actually, we're still dealing with it. I totally agree. And, and I think it's, this, I think was the first time I actually felt the age watching this. It had been a few years since I watched oh, yeah. it. Oh, yeah. It's been a while. The people that worked on this movie thinking of what they had to work with at the time is incredible. You know, you, you, you can knock CGI from movies a year ago that don't look this good, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, and, and so many movies after this tried to use CGI this effectively and, and failed miserably. Exactly. Good movies, big time movies. And uh, it's just the artistry here, the mixture of practical and CGI it yeah. was really well done. Dumb right. To me, the biggest, the biggest thing is lighting. You know, when when you nail the lighting, it helps a lot. It yeah, makes yeah. it far more forgiving. When you nail the lighting, things, even when they don't look quite right, they still look good if the lighting's right. And they they always nail that in this movie. I'll go ahead and put one of my gripes about this movie out there is I think it's too brightly lit all the time. I think it's mm. way too bright most of the time for the the, the what's going on like sometimes in some scene Spielberg thing though it starts to become a Spielberg thing here I think yeah Um, I feel like it it is back I mean think of E.T. and it's like nighttime and there's giant spotlights everywhere uh, there are parts of E.T. that are still really dark though like when he's when he finds E.T. in the cornfield and all that stuff um this one just I I, that's like I kind of want this movie to be darker like I remember the buzz around this movie. Also, the book was already out. And I remember I went to the library and read through like the first few chapters of the book. And I, that the opening of that book is kind of terrifying for especially for a kid because it's these dinosaurs oh, yeah. attacking a young child. Yeah. And that stuck with me. And I think one of the reasons why this movie kind of was like eh, for me is when I saw it, I was thinking that that was going to be a part of it. And Welcome it, to being a book reader. Right, but at that age, at, at, at that age, you Not know, as good as a book. Yep. Pushes up glasses. Well, <laughs> we can talk about that too because, like, I, you know, I feel like Jurassic Park is probably a much better book than a movie, whereas I've seen Spielberg tackle a book su- uh, subject matter and make it amazing, and I think this one gets a little too like made for everyone in certain spots but i do have that gripe yes this is a blockbuster like movie made for the general public to me it's amazing that it has all the horror elements it has in it uh i mean i yeah i i have not read the book i'll say that i've read parts of either the first or second book i can't remember but whatever books i i know i my problem is i can't read so I try to work it out, but I just get exhausted. I need pictures. Yeah. So 
I, I, yeah, you know, the, the, the book to movie argument is there for pretty much every adaptation. Uh, but I, I, I'm surprised watching it now. It makes me think of how sort of tame movies made for the general audience are now compared to this. Some of the things in this, I feel like, I mean, I think I've seen all the Jurassic World movies, but they're just, ah, they suck. But <laughs> I, there, there are moments in here that are straight up horror. I mean, they are horror. Yeah. Yes. Horror moments uh, right off the bat, the beginning, bringing in the, the raptor. Yeah, yeah, the Raptor. So, well, before we get into the movie, let's go ahead and go back to 1993. Eric, take us back in time. We're sending you back in time. <laughs> Whoa, this is heavy. Well, Josh, CERN made the World Wide Web protocol and code available royalty free in 1993, enabling, enabling its widespread use. Uh, speaking of internet, Fun fact, Jason is still using Netscape Navigator. That's why he was late trying to update his uh, <laughs> his Zoom tonight. Uh, if you have any questions for Jason, he can be reached at rollerblade69 at AOL.com. I love it. Weird, I love rollerblades. He loves it. Um, 69! Uh, in a 1993 episode of Seinfeld, Elaine was dating a guy with the same name as a serial killer named Joel Rifkin. Your boyfriend is a normal guy. He just happens to have the same name as one of the worst serial killers in the history of New York. Uh, she suggests that he changes his name to OJ, like the football player. Oh, please, please, please change your name to OJ. Please, it would be so great. Elena, what is going on? Uh, a year <laughs> later, OJ Simpson is charged with double murder. So that's pretty wild. You guys know what... Uh, yeah, let's hear it for OJ. <laughs> anyway... Uh, you know what Jerry Seinfeld said at the poker game? He said, what's the deal? <laughs> anyway, uh, the Pizza Hut blimp crashes into apartment building in Whoa. New York City in 1993, uh, which is pretty wild. You guys know how long it takes to get your airship pilot's license? It takes like a good year. <laughs> and finally, 93 asked us if we were sure or unsure. Hit it, Josh. Sure. Unsure. Unsure. <laughs> unsure. Unsure. Oh, I'm sure deodorant. Uh, fuck sure. I want right guard. I want to guard me right. Fuck sure. You want to be? Yeah, you're not sure. Is what you're saying. Not sure. No, no sure. Right. I'm never sure. I'm never sure. You guys. What's deodorant? Sure. What's deodorant? Josh is like. I don't bathe. What's the fuck's bathing? What is this? Okay. Natural musk. All right. So, okay. Jurassic Park. Jason, we didn't hear from you. Did you go to the theater to see this? I do believe I did. I had to think about it because this came out uh, the summer after my freshman, in between freshman and sophomore year. Mm -hmm. I do believe I did. Uh, I can't really remember. I mean, because I love the movie. I think I have more memories of it watching it on VHS over right. and over again because it was one that we ended up buying, you know, at Walmart or whatever. Mm -hmm. But uh, it's definitely been a movie I've watched many, many times. Uh, the main thing, like, it's kind of what Jenny was talking about. Uh, kind of being a nerd i was a dino nerd since i was a little kid yes i was hoping this would come up god i read all the national geographic you remember the zoo world uh, little magazines you had in sure. your classroom but did you have the plastic toys yeah 
Me too. Josh? Did you guys ever watch this Dino Riders cartoon from the 80s? Yeah. Oh, sure. yes, yes, yeah, yes. Yeah, it's yeah. like these dinosaurs that they that. put these uh, like brain control things yeah. on them and they could ride them around yeah. like horses and shit. <laughs> they gave them a Doc Brown brain yeah. reading hat. <laughs> and I think Stephen Dorff is one of the one of like voices in that. Like if you watch the intro to the show, he's go back. like he's drawn in like it looks just like him, but it's animation. And uh, it was it was crazy. I went back and watched that, and it was like, this is nuts. I, but I remember loving that. That's that's the thing I want to get into here. Is like I loved dinosaurs, just like everybody else. Like I, they were a big part of my childhood. I don't know of any kids who, you know, dinosaurs aren't a part of their childhood. Like most kids, one of my first longest words was Triceratops, Stegosaurus. My dad would always take me to see the dinosaurs uh, in, in Philadelphia at the Franklin Institute of Technology. There was, a, there was a natural history museum there with big dinosaur bones. And so I made that movie really as a youngster, remembering how much fun it was to imagine with such yearning that someday wouldn't it be great to run into a dinosaur and meet up with one without being eaten by it. The key thing to why I don't hold this movie in high, as high regards as everyone else's, I didn't see it in the theater. I can understand how much you love this movie from that aspect because, God, dude, I can only imagine seeing that fucking T-Rex scene in a theater. But I didn't get that from my first experience. And therefore, one, being disappointed by knowing that I'd read the book and the book had certain things in it that I didn't see in the movie. And, like, it just doesn't, didn't seem as fantastical to me the first time I even saw it. And I think it was because I was so let down that I didn't see it in the theater. We're having a therapy session tonight here on the VHS files. So. Yeah. Well, sorry I mean, for your loss. Yeah. <laughs> but like you're talking about the dinosaurs and everything. I mean, the, my love of dinosaurs was since a, a small kid. I mean, uh, I would think I was kind of upset because one of my favorite dinosaurs didn't make it in there. And I can never pronounce the name of it, but it was like the. Oh, tell me it's the Ankylosaurus. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes! My favorite too, brother. Yes! Right here. Yeah! Fist pop. Boom. Ah. The one with the uh, spiky, dude, the one with the spiky tail, dude. like the armadillo-looking one that had the spiky tail. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. Yes. The big, he's cool as shit. Ball, he doesn't. He's not looking for a fight. He eats plants. He's a veggie saurus, but he can kick <laughs> your ass if necessary. Dude, he like swatch you in your fucking T-Rex balls with that tail. Dude, that's my. That was my favorite dinosaur. Other, I mean, we everybody loved T-Rex, and uh, yeah, had, that's. Well, you had T Rex, you had Allosaurus, which was the smaller run of that, you know, yeah. stuff like that. But uh, Triceratops was probably second for me. Triceratops. Stegosaurus with the spike Stegosaurus, tail. Also good. I, I like the Brachiosaurus. Yeah. Brachiosaurus. Brontosaurus. Yeah. Well, you know, growing up in the in the eighties, dinosaurs were big. I mean, I, I think any kid, you know, going to Jurassic Park in ninety three grew up with dinosaurs. That was just yeah. It was just a cool thing. Dinosaurs, yeah. man. Dude, even when uh Transformers, when we got the Dinobots, I fucking flipped out. Hell yeah. Now, now we have transforming dinosaurs. Yeah. What could be better? Yeah. Robots and dinosaurs. <laughs> Come on. Come like, on. My, my life coolness right overload. Now. Right? I'm good. That could probably contribute over. to it for me as well, is because I wasn't into Transformers either. Who the fuck is this guy? Who, who I, is he? I don't know. He's the host of the VHS files. <laughs> yeah. This guy doesn't like robots or dinosaurs <laughs> or Transformers, uh, or Transformers you know. or whatever. Just seeing, being able to like, it wasn't even about the movie. It wasn't. Oh, what's going to happen to these people? It was. I want to see dinosaurs. Dinosaurs mm -hmm. around. That yes. is what you went there for. And, and I'm, I'm so glad you pointed that out in the beginning of this, because 
this movie is an absolute spectacle in that regard. Like mm -hmm. that is what you're watching this movie for. But no, like, I, I see what you're saying. There are issues here. There's <laughs> definite like story issues and yeah. there's, we'll get into it, but like, that's just another thing that adds on to it now for me as well. So, but yeah, I think we only get like, uh, was it 15 minutes of dinosaur screen time through the whole movie too. Right. But it's well, I think it's well used. I mean, shoot in nightmare on Elm street. You only get to see Freddy Krueger for just a few minutes of the whole movie, but it works. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, it's the same thing, but, but moving on, we, I mean, right here at the beginning, we get this nice scary scene with a fucking Raptor. And I, I, what's funny, growing up, I don't remember raptors. No. I was going to bring that up they as well. This movie them. made them popular. Yeah. yeah. This movie made raptors popular. People I, didn't, uh, you didn't have the raptor toys in the 80s. Right. Yeah. That wasn't a toy you had. Mm -mm. It, this movie said, we're going to pluck this, you know, dinosaur and, or probably not this movie, the book, actually. Uh, for people who have read the book, <laughs> uh, the book I haven't read. Uh, I assume, guys, you can confirm has the raptors in it. So, from what I remember, it does. I it has to, right? Again, I was like uh, twelve, so. Yeah, I mean, but it probably all came from Michael Crichton. Yeah, yeah. You know, for me, it was like Jason said. I think it's Ankylosaurus. That's how mm -hmm. I, I pronounced it. You, and then you know, I know we're saying it wrong. Triceratops, so. Brontosaurus. You know, the the guys with the thing on the back of their heads. Doug Bill. I think it was a duck. It was a duckbill dinosaur or something. They called it. But yeah, they have I, a, but they had a whole name for it. But we sure, just yeah. I, I had all the like the you know the the plastic molded dinosaurs that were just oh, one yeah. plastic mold, right? So you know you got all that. There was no raptor in there. That that's from this movie. Everything about Velociraptors comes from, I guess Michael Crichton and his book. Yep. Yeah, I know and they were also, a real dinosaur. And also real science, but I just mean like yeah. as far as pop culture goes, he brought them into the forefront mm -hmm. as a popular dinosaur which is kind of cool because there's some mystique there you know you most people didn't really know what a velociraptor was i certainly didn't and you have this opening and this is straight out of a monster movie we've talked about before on the show like hd not being kind to like high definition video because this opening now very much looks like a movie set like again the lighting on it looks very bright and it looks lit like it's on a sound stage to me now like I, now that you say that, let's talk about Dean Cundy, the cinematographer for this film. And this opening does feel like it could be a, a Carpenter film. <laughs> like these unnamed guys in, in suits, you know, like characterless right. guys in uniforms and they're hut, hut, hutting around. It honestly kind of it, it has an Indiana Jones vibe yeah. too. Like. Yeah. Well, one thing I, I was a note I made was like these a lot of these employees at Jurassic Park are like faceless, characterless bodies. <laughs> well, a lot a lot of time you actually don't see their faces like the like they're actually like blocked, like when yeah. when like somebody's driving the Jeep for them and things like that, like they are literally just like like robotic drones they're of, clones of too did they cloned people to work at jurassic park yeah. too and it, it, yeah, hey, they, did. Hey, they spared no expense it, yeah it reminds <laughs> oh me they of like spared some the, expense my friend we'll talk about it <laughs> yeah it reminds me of the the government agents from et yeah yeah where just the keys and the sunglasses sort of like guys and they're just doing their thing and they're not really 
actual characters. They're just bodies moving around. Like people in a video game. Huh, 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 yeah, huh, they're NPCs. Huh, huh, huh. Yeah. They're just running around into things <laughs> in the background. They're not yeah. they're nobodies. Yeah, if they die, whatever, it doesn't matter. They're just he drove the car. Where'd he go after that? He's gone. Doesn't matter. That's the thing that we're gonna probably agree on, Josh, is I, I don't want to get ahead of us here, but but yeah, the, the opening is intriguing. It draws you in. You're you're like, okay, something's really dangerous here. What's going on? Somebody yeah, just died. Just got, Yes, somebody just died. It's over. And then you hear gunshots and it's over. You're like, what the hell happened? And you want to talk Indiana Jones. You got the lawyer going to the jungle, right? To the yeah. Dig yeah. Site. Very I Indiana always Jones. forget about that part. You know, I, I remember watching this for the first time, not being very thrilled by that opening scene. You got a problem with somebody getting eaten by a dinosaur in the opening scene? I had seen scarier stuff at this point. So that might also be a thing with it, too. Like, I was big into horror I'd watched a ton of stuff that I probably shouldn't have seen as far as gore goes and being scared and jump scares. Oh, so did I. Right. But I, mean, like, I grew up watching all that with like the same stuff you did. But I mm-hmm. mean, it's the fact, like I said, I was, I love dinosaurs. And then you're like, oh shit, they just ripped this guy apart. And it happens a few times in the movie. You know, it's very horror like, you know, it's not a guy in a hockey mask or. It's shot like a horror film. It yeah. is kind of shot like that. But like you had mentioned at the beginning of the show tonight, there are sometimes I feel like, yeah, because the, the book is supposed to be scary. And I mean, I've never read the book, but I've known to other people who have. And they're like, dude, that the book is a fucking horror novel. It's and hard to be as scary pretty, as a book. Yeah. yeah. First of all. But but Steven Spielberg, like you said, he uh, this is a big blockbuster movie. He made it for everybody. And to me, I mean, you got your horror elements in there, but it seems like we got a little too much. We need to make this for the eight-year-olds. Yeah, you got to sell some toys. Well, you yeah, you do, but you can still do yeah, that. Yeah. And then the parents got to buy them. But yeah. I, I get that. Well, I, I wanted to ask you guys, I mean, uh, you know, watching this movie as a kid, like who was the character that you attached to when you first watched it? Like, I would imagine for most of us, it's probably Grant, right? Dr. Grant? Yeah. Like, like he's, Grant. The hero, he's the hero of the movie, right? Yeah, he's the level-headed guy. He's. I think he's boring as fuck, dude. I like ellie you like her i love it listen sam neil laura dern jeff goldblum amazing all three of them are incredible in this movie and i had numerous notes about ellie and you know you're talking about a movie in 93 she isn't over sec overly sexualized Mm-mm. she is a strong female character yep. uh she laura dern is to me perfect like she plays the part perfectly there's nothing there's literally no complaints i think she's probably my favorite performance in the movie Uh, even though jeff goldblum is incredible and every he has the best lines throughout the whole movie yes uh now now eventually you do plan to have dinosaurs on your on your dinosaur tour right hello Uh, hello yes I really hate that man. He he steals the scenes that he's in. He just yeah, takes yeah, them away from does. everybody else. With 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 the his lines are so great and his delivery is excellent. Oh yeah. Like as far as acting goes, Laura Dern is killing it in this movie. Yeah. Nobody nobody goes the places she goes in this movie. And I like Sam Neill. I love me Sam Neill. Yeah. Another Carpenter connection. Yes. So get out of here. I just don't, I don't find him interesting. He's not like the hero I want in this movie. He, he's, he's your, like, he's your poor man's Indiana Jones. 
He's like, a he's a paleontologist. Yeah. He's yeah, not like, Indiana Jones. I don't he's, see a paleontologist a like being the hero. Like I don't know. He his character is so uninteresting to me, and mm-hmm. I like I I have so much like watching it now. I so identify with Ian more than anybody in this movie. <laughs> like Ian is the Ian is the heartbeat of this movie, and it's a travesty because he's taken out of the movie halfway through the fucking movie. And I that that is one thing that absolutely hurts this movie, and you cannot deny it. There needs to be more Goldblum in it. When well, was the last time you watched the second movie? I was about to say, did you watch the second movie? <laughs> Don't worry, I'm not making the same mistakes again. No, you're making you're making all new ones. You want to see what a full movie of Goldblum looks like? <laughs> I like Goldblum, but the I character the character of Goldblum is completely different in that movie. You take the I'm talking about the. The Ian Malcolm that is in this movie. Ian Malcolm is like a, a delicious dessert in this movie. He's the cherry on top of every scene. But I don't want to eat a bucket of cherries. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You, you, he's he's amazing, and I love every moment he's in. But the, 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 the short amount he's in the film, I think, benefits that. I think it builds on it, just like Cannibal Lecter or whatever, like... You know, just the little bit he's in there is just, and it's, and it hits every time. It's so perfect. Like every, mm-hmm. yeah. And I think that's the thing is after the movie was made, it was like, God, we should have had Jeff Goldblum and more of this. You know, we're going to make part two. We're going to make him the central character. Hang on. This is going to be bad. And then, like you said, you got a bucket of fucking cherries the whole damn movie. <laughs> it's too much. I'm going into a diabetic coma. Let's get the fucking over with, you know, because it was, it was too much. Hey. Part two is horrible. What what I'm saying is is I'm not saying that we needed him as our main character. I'm saying even as a background character in this movie, he's only in half the fucking movie, and I kind of want a little bit more of him. Less is more. I I agree. You want more, and I think that's and I think that's the point. Design. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Also, I I think Josh probably wanted Ellie to leave Grant and bang Malcolm. Yeah. I mean, how could you not after that introduction to Malcolm and his fucking... (laughs) 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 His fucking laugh, man. Like, from the moment he's on screen now. And I remember as a kid not liking his character. Like, I felt like you were supposed to think he was sort of sleazy and slimy. But this time, I find him charming as fuck. (laughs) And he's... He's suave. He's he's amazing. He's, he's a little sleazy. Uh, yeah, he's just, just the right of, amount of sleazy. Josh has a sleazy. Jeff Goldblum man crush. That's I do too. I I do too. Uh, I I love Jeff Goldblum. He can do no wrong in my opinion. Yeah, yeah he, uh, but like so, you said, no problem. I think, but I think less is more in this. If we would have had another 15, 20 minutes, it would have been it would have been too much. I like our little sample that we get of well, Dr. Malcolm. You may be right if I was more intre- interested in the hero of the movie. Like, I'm just not... Grant's, Grant's story throughout this movie is not the most exciting part of it to me. Well, we, we let's talk about when we meet Grant. We, we were at the dig site, right? We've got yeah. Ellie. We, meet, we see some questionable digging effects you know it's kind of a little bit easier whatever uh we get we get a little bit of this technology where they shoot like a sonic sound wave wave, some kind of sonar down into the ground and they you know they're talking about technology that's the big theme in this movie like you know 
humans and technology and the dangers of technology, just yeah. like so many other arguably sci-fi films out there. Um, and we learned that Grant and technology don't mix. Yep. Which is a little clunky. I, Josh, I'm going to give it to you here. It's a little clunky. Like, oh, he put his hand on the monitor and it doesn't work. Hard, hard, hard. Like, <laughs> Dr. Grant's not mission compatible. <laughs> It's 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 for every like boomer that doesn't like using computers that are coming out in '93 because you know it's it's for every boomer that you know just made his AOL account begrudgingly for work because he doesn't want to fucking do it. Well, there's all these themes about how like he's he's the one that's rooted in like the absolute like lives and 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 stuff of these dinosaurs. Like he's the one that's engulfed in that, and it's like this symbolism of oh he's he can't get into the computers and whatnot. He's kind of a dinosaur in his own right, you know that yeah. that sort of stuff. I'm getting here, yeah. and then like Grant's character development is that he learns to be better with kids, and this is. <laughs> Pretty gnarly when he talks about like slicing the kid's stomach open. <laughs> that doesn't look very scary. <laughs> Eating him while he's alive. <laughs> he's got to fucking invoke the fear of Candyman into this kid, and I think that's one reason. <laughs> I think that's one reason this Velociraptor is kind of stuck with everybody too, is because they they blew him up to be like murderous fucking dinosaurs in this movie. Point is, you are alive start to eat you well you know technology is bad right like that's what we're learning here uh you know i honestly at this time too it's important to note you know the idea of cloning was becoming a reality yeah uh they they ended up finally cloning that sheep in mm -hmm. i think 97 but there was already talks of cloning i'm sure that's what inspired the book uh, people are, you know, having that discussion. Should we clone something? Is it even morally correct to clone something? So Maybe. that was already a, a, you know, a conversation being had. So it's interesting. You have a scientist like Grant and Ellie and Malcolm, and you have scientists and they're going, oh, I don't know about this, you know, and you've got the, the capitalist, you have the Elon Musk, <laughs> uh, Dr. Hammond, who, you know, wants to fucking make dinosaurs and buy Twitter and whatnot. <laughs> hey, don't talk about Elon Musk, man. We don't talk about Elon Musk. Oh, I'll talk about Elon Musk. Well, you know who's really, like... Hey, he even has self-driving cars. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, sure. In this movie and throughout the series, the most cold-hearted of any of them... B.D. fucking Wong. Yeah. He yeah. is... This is Dr. Like Wu. Science. This is like a mission. Like, we don't need permission from anybody. Like, we're fucking doing it. That's what blows me away about this. Yeah, we have a T-Rex. Who gives a fuck? Yeah. Watching yeah. it now as an adult and you thinking about the, the actual like what you would have to go through to get this sort of thing done. Like, how is this not on the government's radar? How is this happening? Like, this seems right. big to be done in private. And like, he's like, oh, I'm going to bring you to the park. It's ready to go. Like, I'm gonna, let's get on my ride. You know, it's, it seems kind of nuts to me that they could, could have gotten that far with it already. Like a full grown. Yeah. Dinosaurs. Part of what I love about this movie is that it's a, it's a theme park. It's an amusement park. 
And that's part of what makes it so great. The most advanced amusement park in the entire world. Incorporating all the latest technologies. And I'm not talking just about rides, you know. Everybody has rides. No, we've made living biological attractions so astounding that they'll capture the imagination of the entire planet. But, so what do you think? like you say, you have to grow full-grown dinosaurs. This is going to take years, right? Yeah. To grow these dinosaurs from eggs, mm -hmm. as we've learned, right? They're mm -hmm. growing from eggs. Would, wouldn't they have worked out some of the kinks by now? Like, it feels so early in the development of these rides, you know, the, the fact they can get just get out of the Jeep and things like that. Like, yeah. We have all the problems of a major theme park and a major zoo, and the computers aren't even on their feet yet. I, I'm just going to say it now because we're getting into it. Their IT department is so fucked up. And so, like, <laughs> I, like the fact, like, spared no expense. Yeah, yeah. you spared, you All spared an expense, there. and it's the IT department. Yeah, it's one you guy. You have one guy in charge of everything. Yes. yes. Jenny and I yeah. were talking yeah. about this the night we watched yeah. it. <laughs> no backups, no nothing. Ugh. Yeah, you have Dennis and Arnold. That's it. Yeah, that's your IT department. You know anybody who can network eight connection machines and debug two million lines of code for what I bid for this job? Because if you can, I'd love to see I'm him try. Sorry about your financial problems, Dennis. I really am, but they are your problems. Oh, you're right, John. You're absolutely right. You know everything's my it's problem. Like I will the not. The guy on malicious compliance, where he's like. Well, they wouldn't pay me what I wanted, so guess what? I'm stealing the dinosaur embryos. <laughs> How is anyone not being underpaid at this place? Like, right. this is a secret island. That they, yeah. Like, everyone should be fairly compensated at this yeah. point. <laughs> They're all millionaires at this point. Keep <laughs> yeah. your mouth shut. So I do, I do like the corporate espionage angle. Yeah. I just it is a little clumsy. The scene the scene with the guy and Nedry meeting and whatnot is 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 pretty funny because yeah. that fucking douchebag gets out of that taxi with all that shit and doesn't even close the door. The taxi guy comes around and has to close the door behind him. I was like, what a dick. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you one thing. This movie on you know, talk about how it marketed with its own logo, dude. It put Barbersaw back on the map. <laughs> sure did. That did. That Barbersaw sure can, boy. We'll get there. Dude. It's like every time I would uh, go to, sh like, because, you know, shaving at that point in my life, and I'm like, Barbersaw. <laughs> I want yeah. the Barbersaw. So how can I put dinosaur embryos in this? I was about to imagine that I would imagine at some point they had to have put some little dinosaurs or whatnot on Barbasol cans around that time. I, don't, I don't remember seeing that, but I would imagine they as, had to have done yeah, that. As seen in Jurassic Park. Yeah. Seen, yeah. But uh, the thing I noticed, and like you go through the movie, but the whole uh, character of Nedry, Dennis, whatever you want to call him, uh, I learned, you know, after this movie's made in, you know, 20 years later. I didn't realize that his costumes were modeled after Goonie characters. Oh, right. I think I have seen people put like a, yeah, like a connection of their outfits or whatever. Yeah, yeah because uh, he, he, he changes his outfits and they're all Goonie character outfits. And I was like, <laughs> and I made sure to watch it this time because I hadn't watched it since I'd probably read that however many years ago. Yeah. And I watched it and I went, there's Chunk. Holy shit, this is right. Yeah. Damn yeah. it, man. <laughs> so. that's, that's wild. And Kayla and I just went through and watched all of Seinfeld, start to finish. We, mm -hmm. we finished the whole nine seasons. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, no, it's <laughs> probably one of the best shows ever. Top, 
maybe my favorite show ever. Actually, okay. it might it wow. might edge out uh, Parks and Rec. I love Parks and Rec, but uh, I have I have a new respect for Wayne Knight, um, Nedry, mm-hmm. or you know Newman in Seinfeld. I I found him kind of annoying in the '90s watching him, but now i think he's hysterical and i liked him extra this this watch because i just watched him as newman for nine seasons right but uh he's he's a character he's funny i i love the like see nobody cares stuff like he's great he goes from being like a total goof to being like menacing just like you know one minute he's just a goof next minute he's like don't get cheap on me like he's you know he's cutthroat and he does that later with with uh, Hammond, and he's really got everyone by the balls. He's in full control of all of this. He even it's tries crazy. to do it with the dinosaur yeah. at, at the yeah, end. That's where, it, that's where it backfires. You don't talk back to dinosaurs, bro. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, screw no, no, no. you then. No wonder you went extinct. Yeah. <laughs> this is <laughs> this is a little ahead. I feel like what Nedry does though does not even need to happen in this movie. His, it's kind of pointless. How he, yeah, is like going through the park with yeah. all the fences down and okay. Like a, how long has he been at this fucking park? Yeah, right. And like, why would you get where you're going? Why would you go in openly into a place where dinosaurs are roaming freely? Yeah, like why would you do that? <laughs> Geography is an issue in this movie. Yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's comes, a big issue in one part of this movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, is it in the book though? Is Nedry in the in the corporate espionage stuff in the book? I assume it is. Yeah, there definitely is. Okay. Yep. I think right. I know so what maybe Josh it's just is talking about. A little about. clumsy here. They had to carve it down to fit it in, and it just yep. doesn't quite work. I agree. You know, you'd think you'd think the docks would be away from the dinosaurs. Like if you're at like the home base, docks yep. that way, dinosaurs that way. And right. You wouldn't be going through the dinosaurs to get to the docks. That doesn't make a lot of sense. Yeah, yep. That's the thing I'm trying to wonder. They're going through the, like they said, and it's like a road because you know, there's arrows telling you where the docks are. Like they're the little roads of the island. The sign breaks, going though. through the paddocks. Yeah. Yeah. With the dinosaurs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, Jesus. But the sign is like Looney Tunes. You guys spin it. And you right. don't know which way it's going. So shall we? Uh, are we going to talk about Hammond meeting Grant and them? Or are we just going to jump to them going to the island? Well, well I, I, he basically pays them off. He says, "I'll yeah. fund you for three years." Okay. I okay. Mean, we're done. Yeah. You know who they originally wanted to have cast as um, Hammond? Yeah. Mister Connery. Mm, that would have been better. I would like to hear him say, "We're spared no expense." <laughs> Welcome to Jurassic Park. That was the worst Connery Sorry. anyone's ever done. What I just tried. I'll take no, oh, mine. Take, Yours is good. I'll, I'll take Schwartz for five hundred. <laughs> <sighs> but uh, no, we get to the island, dude. I like the shot of the island. I mean, when you're watching oh, this for the first shit. time, the fly through the island, you know. Listen, I mean, this, this is bef- yeah, this is before the 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 i the 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 Apple TV screensaver. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. we've not seen shit like this. Like right. they're flying Whoa. into the island. You're like, holy fuck, eyegasms. You're like, this this is wild. The island. The whole look of the island looks completely yep. crazy. It looks prehistoric. It looks amazing. I agree, Jason. It's awesome. 
dude. I, I mean, I'm growing up here in Southeast Texas, and I'm like, what the fuck is this? Look at the mountains and the greenery. Yeah. Good old the, Hawaii. The verticality of it all yeah. is like huge, and you're just yeah. like, what is going on? And and we have Grant. He's got two females. He's banging two females together, right? <laughs> with his, uh, that. With the seatbelt. He's got the female ends of the seatbelt. Two He's women at the same time. This is guys. This is foreshadowing. Okay. And it's funny that that like as a kid you don't think about that. It's just a okay, comedic Eric, beat. We get it. <laughs> He's trying to get the seatbelts, and they won't go together. Is all I'm right. saying. Jesus Christ. We're, I don't know what he's doing. I'm I don't know what either of you two are doing. I'm talking about the seatbelt when he's trying to get the seatbelt together. So what are you saying, Eric? The seatbelt? He ties it together. The seatbelt? <laughs> ties the seatbelt together. I get what you're saying. Life finds a way. <laughs> Mr. F- yeah. Mr. Foreshadowing. Mr. Yes. Foreshadowing here. Yeah. But again, like as as kids, we don't we don't see it as that. We it's it's just kind of a little comedic beat for us right there in that spot of the movie. It's not right. so later. Grant really... doesn't like technology. He's gonna have little hiccups this right. way and that. Yeah, I don't see there's anything technical about a fucking seatbelt. But you get like you said, two females tied together. He found a way to make it work. Da da foreshadowing. There's a lot that I love right here in this movie. It's like from the moment we get to the island to a particular point that we'll get to. I'm having a really, really good time with this movie, but and, oh, and like right here at this point where we get into the park and you start having these conversations, I can remember being kind of bored with this sort of information as a kid. Like you get the you get the infomercial with Mr. DNA. Dinosaurs. <laughs> Dinosaurs. <laughs> that's that's after the dinosaur no, no, no. reveal, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. You get to go see Brachiosaurus first, bro. Right, that, that reveal, you know, talking about going to this movie just to see dinosaurs. That oh, reveal yeah. when he's like, "Holy shit!" And he yeah, he stands up, the glasses. I mean, yeah, that was like jaw drop. Like that was your first time seeing a dinosaur in the movie, right? Because the raptor was in a cage. You only that saw the reveal, eye, like right here. Yeah, yeah, we're just like, oh my god! Like it's funny looking at it now. It doesn't look that real, but boy, oh boy, back at the Back then, 1993, you're like, you look at that, you're just, I'm, I did see this in theater and I'm just looking, I, I couldn't believe my eyes. It was just insane. It's, it's a dinosaur. Uh-huh. Yeah. Holy well, shit, that's a dinosaur. It looks like yeah. they're right there with the dinosaur. How the hell is this happening? Movie magic. Like seeing a movie magic dinosaur interact with something in the scene yeah the vegetation everything like seeing him bite the tree like that made it look so much more real like little things like that we take for granted now because they're in it all the time yeah yeah, but before like you know uh effects didn't interact with things on the screen so when you see like you see people and you see the dinosaur and he bites the tree and it pulls the tree and it snaps off it's just like i mean all those little details make it feel more real you know? yeah. yeah even the shot of the whole layout with the uh like the what was it the dope bill dinosaurs whatever you want to call them they're down there at the pond the yeah. other dinosaurs coming out of the water yeah and they're not all That's... doing the same thing because in the old days you know if you had a look they were basically all doing the same thing it was just eye tricks you know yeah. but they're all it, they're interacting with one another and, and depths yes some are closer some are further dude that's and you like... have that score john williams Welcome to Jurassic Park. 
Oh, magical not, movie moment. One of the greatest moments in film, period. It's not one of my favorite John Williams scores. <laughs> I didn't say anything about John Williams ranking scores or anything. I just said it's great. And it adds to the moment. The magic, the, the wonder, like yep. Jenny said, the, the wonder. After this, we jump to Mr. DNA. We're going to go on a ride, which I think is horrible. Jason, can you give me your Mr. DNA impression? <laughs> Hi, I'm Mr. DNA. <laughs> <laughs> Dino DNA. We put the frog, frog's DNA in the dinosaur. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Hey, uh, I will have to say, uh, we're talking about a ride for the uh, movie Jurassic Park. Uh, the three of us have shared a ride experience for Jurassic Park. Yeah, and Universal. Josh and Jenny at Universal Studios. We went there and we rode the river ride and it was great. I'm glad that part of the ride in the movie was not in the ride at Universal because I would have been bored out of my fucking mind. <laughs> so, you know what? Since we're talking about rides, you know what would be, actually be like a great ride, I think, is um, it, it, when the, the T Rex is chasing the, the van and there he's like, go, go, go faster, faster, yes! faster. Yeah. Like, imagine a ride at a at a theme park with like an animatronic T Rex behind you, and you're in a car and it's chasing you. Yeah. And 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 it's like just nipping at the back of your car, your cart or car or whatever. That would be really cool, right? Yeah. It's always like it's always in front of you, but put the thing behind me where I'm like, oh shit, you know? Yeah. Josh, yeah. Put a put a dinosaur behind me. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> I think I'll have that on the tour. Drop a smoked, yeah, drop a smoked turkey leg on the roof of my <laughs> Delicious. It's a riot and a meal. It's dinner and a show. But you're, you're talking about more of the IT problem. Y'all mentioned that earlier about how this is a fucking theme park. And all that they do is grab their damn rails and push it up to get yeah. off of the ride, to go into the lab, yeah. to go play with dinosaur eggs. Like <gasps> Little this should have been tested repeatedly, like for all kinds of situations, right? Yeah, you would think. So how right, do you feel about right. the baby dinosaurs? So cute. Adorable, um, amazing, magical. Jenny wants a baby raptor. Excellent effects. All looks great. Perfect. Yeah. Thank Look, you, Stan Winston. Looks very theme parky to me. No. Sorry. Now, dude, it's 1993. <laughs> <laughs> that's the that's one thing about this movie is just, I feel like I'm watching a theme park on, on screen and, and maybe that's the point, but watching it as a, as that is just like I kind of see it as that now. It's really weird. Well, that's because that's because the quality of special effects in theme parks have reached this level, right? And films have gone higher than this right. level. So yeah. yeah, it looks like what you would see at a theme park right now. Uh, I see that totally. I I do like that it the sort of meta aspect of it being in a theme park and sort of how the the logo for the movie is the logo for the park and all the merch in the movie. You see merchandise in the movie that you can end up buying in the at store. Universal Studios. Right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, because, <laughs> they had it. Yeah, because the merch in real life is the same merch you see in the gift shop at Jurassic Park. It's just I love that kind of blurred line. Uh, and I love the feel of the rides that, you know, Mr. DNA and all that stuff. Like it feels is, is, I, I guess this was set up just for the presentation to get their approval. Cause obviously right. 
Hammond isn't going to be there every day for every ride working <laughs> tirelessly to oh, talk God. to himself on screen. <laughs> no, 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 they were going to clone him. Put a clone there and let him do the little thing where he has to interact with things John. Mr. today. Hi, yeah, John. Thanks, John. Thanks, John. Oh, thanks, John. But, I mean, you talk about, what's his name? What's his character name? Dr. Wu? Is it Dr. Wu in this? It is. It says Wu. Yeah, I, I assume Wu. he's a doctor. I hope It's so. weird when we see him here and we kind of like him and then where he goes to the whole series. Yeah. I don't really think he's that likable. I think he's Mm-mm. kind of a I, I, smarmy I think... kind of like he doesn't listen to their concerns. He's, he's cold kind of and different. He just meets them and he's he's kind of defensive and like what because he created fucking dinosaurs you're implying that a group composed entirely of female animals will breed no i'm i'm simply saying that life uh finds a way well yeah you used a frog which is an amphibian that switches its gender you stupid asshole (laughs) but none of us knew that until we watched this movie no no there's a lot of exposition in this movie Yeah. yeah josh Josh. But now, but now, like that scene where they are having lunch and they're talking about it, and he's trying to get everybody on his side, and everybody goes around and gives their reasons why this is not something that we need to be doing. Like Malcolm's whole conversation with him, I, I am enthralled by. Gee, the lack of humility before nature that's being displayed here um, staggers me. Well, thank you, Dr. Malcolm, but I think things are a little bit different than you and I had feared. Yeah, I know. They're a lot worse. I kind of saw Malcolm as the bad guy watching this before because he's like, oh, he's against Jurassic Park. We want Jurassic Park, you know? Like, But watching it now, it's like, this dude is making so much sense. You should be listening to him. (laughs) Yeah. If I may, um, I'll tell you the problem with the scientific power that you're you're using here. Uh, It didn't require any discipline to attain it. I I don't think you're giving us our due credit. Our scientists have done things which nobody's ever done before. Yeah, yeah, but your scientists were so preoccupied with whether or not they could, they didn't stop to think if they should. How can we stand in the light of discovery and and not act? Oh, what's so great about discovery? It's a violent, penetrative act that scars what explores what you call discovery. I call the rape of the natural world. And you're like, damn, this fucker's like, off the yeah. charts he's on top of shit he's they say he's down. a rock star and he kind of is he's like a, yeah he's this like is a this is this scientist. is seth brundle this is what happened ian malcolm survived jurassic park changed his name to seth brundle and developed transport uh, transportation transportation teleportation telepods for teleportation. brundle accidentally cloned himself with yes his teleportation we One got a crossover we got a crossover on our hands yeah. <laughs> crossover <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> what do we think of the kids? Do we like the kids, the actors? I do. Yeah. Well, well the I guy, like uh, I, I like the kid, Tim. He goes on to be in Bohemian Rhapsody when he grows up. He does. <laughs> He's also in the social network. I, I don't really care for Lexi. I think her, she's got some wooden acting here. I don't think she's the greatest child actress. Disagree. I think, I think she's better in Tremors. Disagree wholeheartedly. Tremors. She's great. Tremors. She's in Jumanji too, right? Is that her in Jumanji? No, that's not her in Jumanji. No, 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 no. Kirsten Dunst is in Jumanji. Oh, I'm gonna burn for that. Oops. Oops. I think she's good in this though. So you know, I I think her character maybe is questionable. or or is not particularly helpful in most cases but she's uh, a hacker if it weren't for her they wouldn't have got out of this man she's a hacker that's right she hacked the planet 
Hike the planet! Hike the planet! Shut up and get in the car! Hike the planet! Hike the planet! It's true, although also that if it weren't for her and her flashlight, they, they might have not even lost track. You know, they might have not fallen off the cliff. We're in the vehicles, right? And there's no show after no show, but we get a really great exchange. I just got to say, like, I I would get in line to be the next ex-Mrs. Malcolm. <laughs> Dude, he is so <gasps> sexy in this movie. That, I, I, I mean, mean, that part, I'm just like, woo! Yeah. He's got he's got your girl's tan and he's dropping dropping water, water on it. On it. Get mm-hmm. out of here. He's got you. Like mm-hmm. he's so charming. He's amazing. He I love Mr. Steel, your girl. That's something Steel I always Gold. thought was weird about Grant too. Is Grant never seemed to be bothered by it in the movie. It's kind of weird. He has a couple I think glances. He's bothered. Yeah. He trusts her. She's she's not she's not some floozy. He knows that she's his girl and he doesn't have to be. That's part of what's cool about their them and, and their relationship is he's seems more or less confident he's a little annoyed that malcolm's trying but I, yeah. he never seems concerned about it. but were they really ever together i think they're together. Uh, he says they're a oh, thing yeah. he when they're when, right but before are, they they're get talking into... about kids man they're talking about kids yeah yeah i'm just yeah. saying because by the third movie she's married and got kids well things happen man but in this movie we're, t- we're 1993 right now jason i don't want to talk <laughs> about the future now okay but i even i even love uh when he's talking to her about the chaos theory and whatnot and they jump out of the car and he's there and he's continuing to talk see see, that, see? That's see? see i'm right again nobody could have predicted that dr grant would suddenly suddenly jump out of a moving vehicle Alan? Alan? there's uh, another example <laughs> see here i'm now by myself uh uh, talking to myself that's that's chaos there i it's hard to think of a character in a movie that has such per, so many perfect lines yeah like, yeah throughout the whole fi- i mean m- most of the film he's literally just sitting somewhere just saying something just yeah. kind yep. of observing he mo- more or less observes the, everything he do- he's not really involved in in much of anything except for waving a thing for a minute yeah. and then that's it yeah yeah so but we get one of his best lines right here when we go to check on the Triceratops. That is one big pile of shit. I, I well, I I will say like this is one of the most memorable scenes of this movie is the Triceratops. Oh, so good! Like this is this is the. I do remember watching this for the first time, and that was the moment of the movie where I was really in awe about something. Like, even with the with the Brachiosaurus or whatever in the beginning, like I was like, okay, that's cool, whatever. But like. When they're there with that, like you can tell in camera with this animatronic, right? Oh yeah, t- triceratops. Right. They like they lay on it. It's yeah. breathing. Laying it on moves. it. Yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, Again, yeah. Stan fucking Winston. Yeah. <sighs> and Winston. Like, that's where like this movie super duper shines is all yeah. of the practical effects. Yeah, um, yeah. And, uh, and all the practical stuff with the T Rex. Mm-hmm. All the you know even the I mean I guess. Little shaky with the Brachiosaurus, but still looks pretty awesome. I really noticed this time how they they do mention a few times how the the dinosaurs are sick. Like that's the whole experience we get with this one is it's sick. It's eating plants that are poisonous for it and whatnot. Like that's one aspect of this movie that I never ever thought about or picked up on with previous watches is the environmental aspects of it and like 
them having these old plants that are poisonous to, to certain animals and blah, blah, blah. Like they don't even know what kind of ecosystem that they have to have for these animals. Well, Ellie you know? mentions that they have poisonous plants in the lobby, which I think right. is just mm-hmm. kind of ridiculous. Like talking about the, the greatest, you know, scientists, they're literally cloning plants. Yeah. Like, like anyone's going to give a shit if these are like, prehistoric plants right 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 but they they've gone through the trouble we're cloning plants from from the pre from the jurassic age and you don't know if they're poisonous or not yeah you, uh, i don't know it's like your 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 scientists are, are kind of dumb you know but that's kind of the theme of these movies right like but they spared no expense spared no expense <laughs> But I also thought about the fact that their 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 DNA they're they're changing like the the life finds a way part of it like the reason they may be sick is because they're going through changes and they're learning to adapt and learning how they're to live mutating. in this environment yeah like you also really have pick to up on that before that not every plant on this island is from the Jurassic period yeah like, right have yeah. some contemporary modern plants yeah. yeah like modern day plants that have evolved and changed over time and. So, yeah, I guess it's possible that you run into some issues there. Plus, the animals get sick all the time, right? The main thing I always want to know is, is like, how do we know how much a triceratops shits? Because those are pretty big piles of shit. I said something to Jenny about this when we were watching. I mean, they're taller than (laughs) when he walks up. It seems too big. It seems too big. Yeah. The, The only thing that I put together, and we talked about this, was the triceratops that we saw was a baby. And the droppings were, and the, the other droppings were from a bigger dinosaur. But that still doesn't that make sense because she's out, supposed. If you think of the size of the T Rex, Triceratops should be bigger. I'm willing to go with that theory. Almost famous. Yeah, I know that dude. I don't know them. I know her. You, haven't you ever heard of that guy? What, that guy who was in that movie that was out last year. I'm sort of famous for being almost famous. All right, all right. Who you guys got? I don't have anybody for this one. I have Richard Attenborough. So much for our first tour. Two no-shows and one sick triceratops. It could have been worse, John. A lot worse. I feel like he's not a household name. He's not. I, I can't really think of anything else I've seen him in, though. He was in the remake of Miracle on 34th Street. Oh, yeah. But he's been <laughs> acting since, like, the 40s or 50s or something. He's done a lot. Uh, yeah, yeah. He 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 was in The Great Escape, notably. Yeah. Uh, lots of war movies and things like that. But yeah, he's just been around forever. He's been on TV. He's been in tons of movies. Well, see, I, 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 I could say that, but that's the same because he was older, so it's past our generation. Mm-hmm. So I was going to go with people who were in our generation that people recognize, but, you know, they're not A-listers. So I was going to go Wayne Knight. Don't get cheap on me, Dodson. That was Hammond's mistake. Henry. Uh, B.D. Wong was on my list as well, my short list. Yeah. I remember He's... from Oz. I used to watch Oz on HBO back when it first oh. came out. I remember him from there. He was a, a villain in Mr. Robot. Yeah. And he was, he was also. Yeah. yeah. Law and Order He was on the SPU, show Gotham, baby. too. Yeah, and he did voice work in Milan and some other things. Yeah. Yeah, he's been around and doing work for a long time. And, of course, he comes back in Jurassic World. Yeah. You know, uh, that was a surprise watching that movie. I mean, if I had to pick somebody, I guess it would be Timmy because he's he's starting to make a comeback yeah. now that he's getting, he's older and he's in like 
it seems like after Jurassic Park, I didn't see him in anything, and then you started seeing him as he was an older actor. Older, yeah. yeah. But shout out to Laura Dern, who works with uh, my man David Lynch quite a bit. Well, you know, that's why I'm I'm kind of scratching my head, because you've got Lynch connections, you've got Carpenter connections, and you're still complaining over here. <laughs> <laughs> and you've got the Spielberg. Hey, Spielberg. I mean, one of your yeah. favorite movies of all time. You got Jaws. Cundy. You got Sam Neill. You got Laura Dern. You, you got, got no Spielberg. reason to complain. That's... You got Wayne Knight. What do you want? What more do you want? You got Jeff Goldblum. I mean, Dude, for God's sake, you got, uh-uh. you got Samuel you know fucking Mother... L. Jackson. Yeah, Samuel L. motherfucking Jackson, man. Come on! <laughs> this cast is excellent. Hold on to your butts. Now you got Tarantino involved in this shit. Yeah. <laughs> that's a that's excellent. a loose connection. <laughs> that's a very loose connection. You're a loose connection. Everything you're saying holds true. Like, I, there's no reason why I should not like this movie. And again, I don't dislike the movie. No. I just don't hold it in as high regard as everybody else does. I have problems with this movie. I don't think this movie is perfect by any means. Oh, it's not perfect. I don't think there's any movie that's perfect. Now, what I will say <laughs> is, oh, there is. Yeah. <laughs> The T-Rex scene is, is amazing. And and this is coming from someone who's had got all these problems with this movie. Like this. And with this scene. I, well, <laughs> <laughs> the back half of the scene. Yes. I do have some major issues with, but like the whole attack on the, on the vehicle, like it is, it is terrifying. Yeah. And it looks yep. so good. I think this the the choice to film it with uh, rain, so the rain could kind of mask some of the CGI work that's going on there oh, yeah. was really was and, really smart. Um, and the practical it masks. And you got practical effects. a lot yeah. of yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But it masks that as well. It kind of helps. It helps hide the transition between one and the yeah. other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it is filmed very much in a horror style. Talk about like set pieces and being creative with. You know your environment, right? You know all the, the the breaking the glass down, and the kids are holding the glass. That's terrible. Yeah. I mean, if I was a kid, especially after seeing that that bloody leg fall in the glass. Yeah. You know, and then you've got this thing, and the kids are trying to hold it up against this giant. That is terrifying. Like, that is I hard. Don't I mean, know if they period. could have done that. <laughs> hey, he was just yet. He's like a cat. He's just. He's looking around a little bit. He's not uh, trying. Uh-huh. Sorry, that yeah. Dinner is served. Children His under glass. Say <laughs> right when he's nosing at the car and it's spinning and they're and they're getting in the mud. Around. The whole cat and mouse. Like yeah. and the uh, sinking, the oh flowing into the car. <gasps> yeah. There's so many like, and and this is such a Spielberg thing. Like, there's there's so many just clever ideas with the environment and and just. Like you say, Josh, just in this scene, and even at the end of this scene, there's always just this clever idea. Like, oh, that's that's so clever. I love that. Oh, that's creative way of, you know. I I just yeah, they came up with some creative ways to get them out of situations, like making a fucking cliff off of the side of this thing that the T Rex just walked up off. I have a major a problem little, with this. The guy. cliff is the <laughs> cliff is problematic. I agree. I agree. I, I, I agree with you because every time I watch this movie, I'm like, "How did he step over?" It it does not down? make any sense. It's ab- it's absolutely a mistake of the movie. And there's another mistake that we discovered last I night. Just suspend disbelief and enjoy. Yeah. Okay, but you're talking about that. I want to talk about the best part of the whole scene, 
is the fucking lawyer gets out of the car and runs to go take a shit because he just had the shit scared out of him. And we just mentioned this on another episode. When you gotta go, you gotta go. No, he's just hiding. See our, see, here's the link for our best bathroom scenes. Best bathroom episode. scenes that we just talked <laughs> right about here. this. Dr. Grant gets out of the car because he knows about how T-Rex is supposed to react to motion. So he's actually getting out to save the kids. The guy who really was talking about gutting a kid with, with a raptor claw at the beginning is now risking his own life to save these two kids. Ian gets out. Ian gets knocked out. And then we have the man sitting on the toilet in front of a huge-ass fucking T-Rex. It's funny. The lawyer's wearing shorts. And when he sits on the toilet, it looks like his pants are down. Yeah, it does. Like I, had, he, I think he watch, took a I was shit. Like, I was like, no. is he really taking a shit? Like, did he really have to go? <laughs> I, wouldn't no, blame him. I wouldn't blame I him would if he shit. was. Like, <laughs> I bet Hello? he did shit. I, when his top half got bitten off, I bet he did. <laughs> I watched Six Feet Under. I know how dead bodies work. <laughs> you guys watch that show? Oh, yeah. Before not you uncommon. Best. It's not uncommon. That's one of the best. Something. I just remember Ever. Chef talking about it on South Park. You always shit before you die. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well. but I mean, that's a great scene. Then, like, when they get out of the car, when he gets uh, uh, Lexi out of the car, dude, that's some great acting. When she turns around, that look at fucking terror on her dude. face. Yeah. When he yeah, turns dude. around, you're like, there's a fucking T Rex right here. Yep. Uh, that- she has a few scenes like that where she's asked to, Ariana Richards is her name, where yep. she's asked to. She's shitless. Yeah, to really, I mean, really be scared. And I think she nails it. I mean, for a young actress, like she looks the jello. Like she turns completely white. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. That's a pretty good shot. I mean, if I saw a raptor walking around too, I'd be fucking the jello. I think I would just relieve myself in the chair. Fuck Mm -hmm. the jello. I'm out. But yeah, what Josh is talking about, the whole thing where they slide down the cliff going down to the tree. I do have a problem with the tree. I think the tree scene is way drug out. I'm yeah. like, okay, we're going down the fucking tree. And now the truck's going to follow <laughs> us down the fucking tree. Well, that's because you know it. That's, you know it now. So yeah, you're, you're going, Oh, this is going to happen. This is well, I, I mean, even watching it, not the first time, you know, but later on VHS, when you're a kid watching it, you're like, okay, this tree seems kind of fucking lame. <laughs> poor Timmy. I mean, I think it's, it's amazing. Timmy's alive in the tree, in the car, in the tree. Yeah. When 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 Grant goes up there, he's probably looking for a dead kid up in that. Car. I I threw up. <laughs> <laughs> I won't tell anybody you threw up. <laughs> I, I, but I do love it when it does fall on him. We're back in the car. Again. In the car again. <laughs> well, that's that's another creative moment, right? You've yeah. got the tree falls down. Why they don't climb sideways? Don't worry about it. But yeah. when when they when they get to the bottom, the car falls. And then it tips over and they have to hide again under it. I mean, these are these are little moments that make this movie great. I just like the 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 glass being pushed down, the car being spun around, they're running around. There's so many little clever moments throughout the film like that of just using your environment for creative action and creative scares and things like that. Yeah. that are just joyous and amazing. And well, I do think they elevate this movie to the point that Josh doesn't think it should be. Elevated. It builds suspense very well throughout yeah. the film. That's what I'm going to talk about. Just as much as the ripples in the glass of water builds fucking suspense. Yep. Yeah. I mean, that I mean that was in the previews we saw as kids on, you know, whatever, you know, you're like, 
that fucking ripples in the water. That means so much. I mean, they actually use that later through the other movies too. You see ripples in a footprint. Man, you just made me think about, remember seeing trailers for this on TV. Do you guys remember there was, they they hardly showed any of the dinosaurs within it, but the last shot of the trailer was that T-Rex screaming. And I do, I, I do remember the first time I saw that and I was like, Oh my God. Like I could not believe what I just saw in that well, trailer. The sound, yeah. The sound design is, is oh, just as great as the effects in this. I mean, they had to come up with sounds for animals that are extinct. What yep. do they sound like? I mean, yeah. you know, in, in reality, they might just like, go like, <laughs> you know what I mean? But how to go here? I don't know. You never know. You know, you don't know what a, a tookie, 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 a caca, caca, caca. But they make it, I mean, boy, like you say, that the dinosaur that kills Nedry, all the different dinosaurs have different sounds. The raptor make. noises yeah. can be kind of fucking scary, too. That fucking. I, I, read, I read this, maybe you guys did too. The sound of the velociraptors barking at each other was actually the sound of tortoises mating. Wow. No, I didn't know yeah. that. <laughs> So that's just remember that next time you watch the <laughs> Park movie. I knew they did a bunch of weird stuff. Yeah, I, but it's so creative and it's so otherworldly. I mean, I guess you know we don't really know what the sound of Taurus's mating is, but there is some reality to that. It's a reptile. It's a creature. You, I, I don't know, man. Like that roar. I mean, yeah. And watching it like in the home theater with the. The woofer, uh, uh, like it, sh- I mean, it shakes the room. You're just like, yeah. holy shit. <laughs> Even if the effects aren't great, that sound makes your, your butthole tighten up. You know what I mean? Yeah. Even the effects, because I tend to tell into yeah. this after we get to the bottom, when the T Rex is showing back up and you got Jeff coming, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> and he comes through the woods. That's awesome. Because again, interaction with the vegetation. The T-Rex comes right through the tree like, hey, yep. what the fuck? And then he chases him, and then he runs over the tree that has fallen down. He's having yeah. interaction with the car. You did yep. not see that until no. this movie when you that were a kid. That didn't happen. Effects were separate from the foreground or whatever. It was always yeah. separate. Now you've got, all of a sudden, you've got effects creatures interacting with the foreground, interacting with the environment, mm-hmm. and that that car chase is crazy. Like, and there's even a little fast. wink. Must there's even faster. a little wink to the camera with the whole mirror and things may yeah. appear larger than or yeah. whatever. Like I love that. <laughs> yeah. That's it's a great gag, but it's also kind of playing with the moment. It's like, oh, see what we're doing? Like, we've got gotcha. Um, yeah. but this part of the movie is also the biggest continuity error. Continuity. Uh-oh. Here we go. Continuity. Lay it out, Josh. Uh-uh. So when you when you see Jeff Goldblum notice that the water is rippling in the footprint of the T-Rex, right? He's there on the track with the other explorer and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Ellie and the other guy are down at the bottom of this cliff where the, the where the, the thing just the, the the truck just fell. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then instantly it cuts to him going, come on, come on, come on. We got to go. They're way the fuck down there. There's no way he could be waving them over from where he was supposed to be sitting. At some yeah, point, this is the geography issue in that scene where she, in a split second, goes from the top of the cliff to the bottom. Yeah. yeah. After they just yeah. repelled, Dr. Grant and them repelled down to go yeah. to the bottom. Right, yeah. right, right. Yeah. So, 
Yeah, I can get you there. But and, the, and I know why it is, too, because they actually pushed to put that scene in the movie. That was originally not in the script, and they pushed Spielberg to put it in. So I think he just kind of threw that scene in because the, the studio wanted it, and that was the best place it fit and made sense. Mm-hmm. But there's okay. there's some obvious continuity errors in that scene. Yep, there are. That's fair. That's a fair criticism. I hear that. But you got to love the fucking chase scene, Josh. Come on, man. You can't knock that, dude. Uh, the chase scene's fine, but uh, like, here, here's where I will make my make my statement. This movie never gets better than the T-Rex scene. Like, it hits its pinnacle at the T-Rex scene, and it goes down from there for I me. I disagree. I do not think That's... the last half of this movie is very exciting or interesting. That's a, an interesting take, and I don't think it's completely without merit. I I might agree that that is my favorite scene, but I think uh, that's interesting. What do you guys think, Jenny? No, Ooh. no. <laughs> She's like, like, fuck you. No, I don't think any. Have the raptors in the kitchen. The yeah. like. I'm, I'm sorry. sorry. I'm sorry. I don't think the raptors in the <laughs> kitchen sorry. is is as thrilling and as exciting as the T-Rex scene. I'm not saying it's as. It's still good. I'm still invested in this movie after the T-Rex scene. Then you have like right. the whole uh, Brachiosaurus scene and you have them on the electric fence where it's coming back to like... This is like there's every never thing is like a build up. And a there's never a moment where I believe that Timmy's gonna die in that scene. Like okay, it's okay. so hold on, so hold on. We're getting ahead of ourselves. Eric, mommy and daddy are fighting. I know. <laughs> it's my fault. It's um, all I'm gonna throw up. I'm gonna throw up. <laughs> I I I I both agree and disagree with you, Josh, because I I do think that the best this movie gets is in that scene but i agree with jenny that there's enough after it to stick around for the end i i i think there's a lot of movies that peak in the end of the first act or you know that kind of side that's kind of pretty common i think a a lot of the to me anyway a lot of the particularly blockbuster films usually kind of peter out a little bit at the end especially like marvel films if you want to talk about marvel films did you see like did the, you see Infinity War? Did you see <laughs> I saw okay. Did you see Spider Man No Way Home? <laughs> okay. Uh, let's talk about like uh Winter Soldier or you know, there's lots of movies where some of their best action is earlier in the film and then the end ends up being sort of this big mishmash of CGI and blobbery. There's lots of examples of that. Obviously, there's examples otherwise. But so I, I, yeah. <laughs> But I, I mean, I get where Josh is coming from, because yeah, I mean, as kids in 1993, and you watched the T Rex is what we were wanting, and we got a shit ton of it right there with the two explorers, everything, the car chase, and everything. But there's a shot of the T Rex that I love there, but it's just a, a single thing in the movie. And that gets me every time, which, you know, that's toward the end of the movie and that's a great shot. Yep. Yep. So epic. Whole, epic. That's fucking awesome. So epic shot. that's why I could agree and disagree because I'm the, the same way because I'm going to contradict myself a little bit later, but uh, I, I see where he's coming from for sure. For sure. Yeah. 
I mean, because the Raptor chase, which we can get to that after here, after everything's shut down because Nedry has hacked them and fucked them. Right. Hold on to your butts. He's in the middle of driving across the island in the middle of a hurricane, which in real life, there was a hurricane. Uh-uh-uh. You didn't say the magic word. Please! Uh-uh-uh. God damn it! Uh-uh-uh. Hate this hacker crap. Uh-uh-uh. Every time Josh says this movie uh-uh. sucks, ah, ah, ah. This movie doesn't suck, Josh. It does seem like for all the, the f- philosophical conversations that are had in this movie, ultimately what brings it down is, is corporate espionage. And yeah. you put, you gave one person too much power over your security, which is a pretty like boneheaded, like newbie businessman kind of move. Like why give this person that much power? But we're dealing, you know, we're in a blockbuster film that's talking about technology and, and not trusting computers. You know, we're not far removed from Terminator and, and, and things like that. This is about technology is bad. Nature will always overcome. Yeah. Right. Don't play God. And that's where, that's where, you know, as much as I have a problem with this franchise as a whole, cause I mean, like, this movie, oh, garbage. This movie, you know, I absolutely still enjoy. I have my problems with it, but the franchise as a whole is so bad. <laughs> like, I, I, I don't. I honestly could could go and not watch any other Jurassic Park movie other than this one for the rest of my life. I'd be fine. Yeah. However, I am interested in the new one because it's the whole I, living with dinosaurs aspect. Yes. Yes. So they're all back. And, and they're all back, which yeah. is the thing to do these days, right? Yep. Bring, Bring them all back, back from and, and 30 years book. ago and, and play on everyone's nostalgia. Right? Yep. So what do you guys think about the scene between Ellie and uh, and Hammond here at the table where he's talking about the kids and whatnot and how he thought this was going to work out and everything? I wanted to show them something that wasn't an illusion. Something that was real. Something that they could... See and touch. This scene could be cut. He really shouldn't be referring to anything other than his grandkids at this point. And I know that's kind of the point, but her argument doesn't totally make sense with what he's saying. I, I felt like this was one of the weaker points in the movie. Yeah. And I yeah. do, I love her, but she's saying things and he's saying things, and I don't feel like they're totally meshing. Like she's making arguments that aren't totally fitting with what he's saying. And yeah. I don't know. I I could lose this scene. That's where there's a big difference from the character of Hammond in the book to the movie. Because I believe in the book, he is a lot more like he's he's like insane with power, and he he goes mad after all this stuff happens on the island and gets like I think he murders people and whatnot in the book. I don't remember that. I feel like there's something to do with him going nuts. <laughs> oh no. Someone please roast Josh for saying the wrong thing. <laughs> Absolutely roast me if I am saying the wrong thing. But I do think he was portrayed as a lot crazier of a character in the That's book. That's interesting because I just, I mean, I haven't read the book, so I'm the I'm, I'm the total loser here. You read the book. But... I can see that he could go in mad with power. I mean, he is the Yeah, the but head that of just seems engine. like such a mustache twirling, like capitalist villain thing. Maybe he I, is. I expect it. Yeah, I know. But I, it's, I would expect... Uh, more nuance in the book rather than more nuance in the film. But I guess the film wanted to make him like a real person. Yes, he's driven by, you know, 
wanting to succeed, wanting to create, wanting to whatever. Uh, But yeah, that he is pretty cold to the fact that his grandkids are potentially likely dead at this point. Yeah. And he's still talking about business. Hold on. And and that's pretty gnarly. Jenny's fact checking me over here. What's it say? Okay, good. Well, while Jenny's doing that, let's talk about probably one of Jenny's favorite parts. They awake in the morning in the top of a tree, which makes them basically a feeding dish (laughs) for every other dinosaur that walks by can eat them. I want to see a veggie (laughs) saurus. Another instance where the dinosaur is sick. I noticed again here, like this theme of the dinosaurs being sick in the park and whatnot. Yeah. But see, that happens in a zoo all the time, too. I mean, you've always got I I do kind of like the connections to zoo, like when they can't see the animal they're in the area and they can't see it like we've all been to a zoo right oh god yeah uh where you know you're like where the hell is it there's supposed to be a goddamn lynx cat right. here and it's freaking under a plant where's the tiger at yeah <laughs> um and i know jenny and josh likely uh, jason i don't know about you but i i don't think most of us probably aren't big zoo fans here right like we're we don't love zoos i don't oh. love zoos I mean, I like, depending on the zoo, I like zoo, to see obviously. the animal at the zoo, but I like I love to, to see have the animal, but the there's free, some, right? Yeah. There's some, yeah, there's some sad things at zoos. Yes. You know? like, so I think this movie also kind of touches a little bit on that, like absolutely to nature. And did you fact check me? I did. You well, the closest thing to uh, what, what you said <laughs> is <laughs> um, he has drastic mood swings and quickly turns from angered to sympathetic. But there is no mention of him killing anyone, and he dies in the book. Wait, wait, wait. Did you say drastic or Jurassic mood? Drastic, <laughs> drastic. There you go. That's that sprayed Josh when he's had a he bad day. Jurassic he's had a Jurassic mood change. He's running around the house like a T Rex, knocking shit off the shelves when you know <laughs> computer devices don't work. So the journey, the journey to turn the power back on. Which is basically another horror thing too, because you absolutely when they shut it all down, and Arnold's there, and all of a sudden the lights come back on, like it says system ready, and you get the the standard uh, horror thing. He's like, "Oh, I just gotta walk down to the end here and go turn these breakers on. I'll be right back." Basically, (laughs) yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he is not coming back. (laughs) It ain't ain't happening. Samuel Jackson is gonna die. And I'm going to yeah, off screen, unfortunately, <laughs> off but screen, it makes yeah. for a great uh, jump scare later. And and there are uh, there are a handful of great jump scares in this movie, like horror quality jump scares, in my opinion. Yeah, the the goat leg, the, the goat leg, uh, the, <laughs> hey, his arm me, later. Yeah, give me a hand. The, the raptor, Velociraptor, you know, my, coming up behind uh, Laura my, Dern. My favorite oh, one in the movie is that crazy. one right there with her. Woo! Is when he pops out Good that shit. fucking head. Yeah, but boom. <laughs> yep. Because you know, I turned on all the breakers. We got power. Boom, right out of yeah. nowhere because you don't expect it yeah it's also a great tension building scene whether you yes. think timmy's gonna die or not but it's it's great that we've got our our main characters working against each other in a sense because they're yeah. climbing the electric fence as they're trying to light the path you're rooting for both sides but they're conflicting and that's yes. a great tension building moment and uh how about timmy flying off the fence how do we like that wouldn't happen I was about to say, didn't they prove that they wouldn't happen? <laughs> no, when you get electrocuted, you just stay one spot and be electrocuted. In fact, you wouldn't even let go because yeah, your you couldn't let go. Yep. So for him to shoot off like, ah, is so funny. I love 
Yes. Well, it cracks me up. I it's so goofy that I love it, even though it makes no sense. Well, the thing with the electricity is the volts would make you hold on. It's the amount of amperage that would actually stop his heart and kill him. Yeah. Voltage would just burn his skin off of his fucking hands. He would become crispy critter. But yeah. it would take a, a good amount of amperage to actually throw him from the fence, which would have stopped his heart. But he, if that amount of amperage, if that amount of volts, he would have died. You don't come back. You're done. Yeah. <laughs> and this is like a super, like a super fence to hold back T Rexes. Yeah. Like, yeah. This is the T Rex fence. Yeah. This isn't like a, a a cow fence that if you piss on it, it like yeah. Like, I mean, you. is anybody repeat on electric fence? No. no, Jason. I'm sure you have. Has Jason peed on electric fence? <laughs> yes, I think every person that lives in Texas has peed on electric fence. No shit, you have. <laughs> it's <not> fun. <laughs> I, I, hey, I learned do it on a dog fence because it, you can actually shock yourself on a dog fence. Now, don't do it. What we used to call it, it was a bulldozer electric fence. It's made for holding cows in, which is a lot yeah. more amperage and a lot more voltage. That shit hurts. Yeah, but yeah, it. It, it hurts. Pee uh, on a dog fence, electric dog fence. It's not fun. You don't do it very long. I mean, uh -oh. it's just, it don't take much. Wow. So, you know, <laughs> things you do in Texas when people hey. hear you when you're a small kid. How about the, how about the, you, you, hold on. You guys always give me shit for dad jokes. How about the fake electrocution dad jokes? That's not funny. That was great. <laughs> That's so fucked up, man. These kids have been through the ringer. Like, you don't need to do that shit. Right. Although it's and funny that Tim thought it was funny. <laughs> I think my favorite line that uh, Grant has in the whole movie, though, is when he calls Timmy a human piece of toast. Toast. <laughs> yes, that is pretty funny. That is so funny. I mean, he gets he gets fried pretty good. His hair is sticking up. He he's yeah. like a cartoon character. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, let's but, talk. Let's talk about your your scene here. Your 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 raptor scene. Like I like. Okay. Fucking open the door. Like. I'm sorry. That Unless just... they learn to open doors. Yes, right. Open <laughs> the door. Like, oh, and then they're hiding and like with reflection. That part is uh, so cool. They absolutely hopping up on the top of the the cabinets and whatever. Like, I, that's this, tense. They walk in the man. freezer like it's... this is amazing. It's a, it's a masterclass in in like like filmmaking, just like these are on all around the yeah. other yeah, side. Yeah, and, oh. I mean, you're dealing with a lot of CGI in the scene, and yeah, you've got things getting knocked over. They're moving through the kitchen, knocking things around, running into things. Like you said, the the mirror effect gag is like incredible. Mm -hmm. There's so many things about that scene, Jenny. I agree that that's that stands up pretty close to the T-Rex scene. Yeah, the, the kitchen. Yeah, scene yeah, yeah. I don't think and it holds a candle to the T-Rex scene. Well, that's just like your opinion, man. <laughs> it's not as good, but it's damn worth sticking around for. Well, but the thing is, but the thing is, when you watch this for the first time as a kid, and then a couple of times later. You got that whole exposition of Dr. Grant at the very beginning of the movie telling you what a fucking raptor does with that claw. It rips your guts open and you're it's eating you while you're alive. Yep. He's telling you that 
Well, what happens? They get in there and you get the dinosaur walking and you can see that fucking click, claw click, click. clicking on the fucking floor. Yeah. Clever so, so girl. Sad. This is actually, I mean, compared to the T-Rex, so yeah, that's crazy. That's a spectacle. It's huge. To me, this is much more intense because you're, it was a kid he was doing this to at the beginning of the movie. Now it's two kids in a kitchen with two raptors that are, they're being hunted and they're the smarter of the, of the dinosaurs they have here at this park. And all you can think about is that fucking claw ripping one of these kids open and just their insides falling out, you know, like old school 80s horror, you know, and then you get, I mean, the first time I saw it, I honestly thought that was her in the cabinet, not a reflection. Oh, sure. So when it went running, yeah. you're like, shit. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, oh, it's wait. A, oh. It's a great moment. It, and to yep. me, it's, it's tense. The whole it is. part it of is. it. It's yeah. the difference between, you know, trying to compare that to the T-Rex scene is like it's, trying to compare like like independence day to 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 die hard it's like it's two very different things like one's like a more smaller personal story and it really feels more like a you know like a they're stuck in a room everything's mm -hmm. reflective so they can't even hide because everything's mirrored and uh you know they're just being hunted it's a different than this large-scale t-rex scene that that is epic and awesome uh, they're just kind of two different vibes, you know what I mean? They, oh. I guess one doesn't stand up to the other, but I love both of them almost equally. Yeah, there you go, Josh. <laughs> I, like, I, I don't care. I unfortunately disagree. I, I, I just don't find it all that thrilling, not not compared to the T-Rex, even though you, you're saying not, not to compare the two. Like, that's kind of, you know, it's it's happening in the same movie for me, so. Sure, it's, uh, sure. No, but, I see what you're saying. I'm with you. But uh, my my favorite part of that scene is when they are at the door, though, and you see the one's head blowing blowing yes. air onto the onto the glass. I'm glad you said that. I'm yeah, glad you said that. That's that's Excellent. the best part of that scene for me. Um, There's so many great moments like that in this movie uh, that I'll get to at some point. But there's there's a ton of of little beautiful moments like that, like the hot breath on the window, that just all add up. And most movies, I think, get maybe like one or two of these. But this movie is just like chock full of them. Yeah. I just think it's funny. You were talking about Dr. Grant's character development. We've gone from, you know, preserving these bones to in awe of these dinosaurs. And he's just, whoa, like a kid in the candy store. And then we get to this one part in the movie where he's like, he's like Linda Hamilton over there. He picks up the fucking shotgun and cocks it. And it's like, Dr. Alan Grant, dinosaur hunter. <laughs> he was digging them up. Now he's putting them down. <laughs> you know, that's what it, it goes to. I mean, his character development. He turns, and he, he doesn't turns do shit this, with that shotgun. Yeah, he don't even do anything with the shotgun. He drops. He shoots the, the glass a couple times and then drops it. Like, yeah. what, what are you doing, bud? I'm Worthless. Like, yeah, just this whole change in demeanor. <laughs> and then, like you said, he... He sucks at being a dinosaur hunter. He throws the shit on the fucking ground. They claw him at the knee. The drop I do, ceiling. I like the drop I, ceiling thing. That's cool with the computer reflection on the dinosaur. Uh, yeah, that's uh, pretty cool. I do have an issue with him leaving the kids when he says, "Like, wait here." Like, oh oh yeah. yeah, and he go like, "Why would you leave them? You, they've been through like an insane amount of trauma. Take them with you and find the rest of the people. You yeah. get out of here. Like, there's no reason to leave them alone." But this movie kind of comes to an end pretty quickly. Yeah, they get the power back like, on. Lexi's like doing her hacking thing. Her you know, hacker. It's the uh, Unix system. Uh, yeah. 
It's uh, we, real high tech. You know, in 93, when you got on a computer, you you if you were going to hack a computer, you had to go through a 3D realm, a visualization of sorts. Uh, it wasn't code. It was it was always some kind of video game where you had to fly through like some 3D. Popularized by the movie Space. Hackers from 1994 yeah. or yeah. five or whatever like, it was. <laughs> you had to be like a good video game pilot to like fly your computer through the <laughs> the internet to, to get to like, that's how computers worked back then. That's how we understood them. So that's funny. That is funny. I don't know. I like the whole thing right here at the end of the movie where they, they're escaping. They jump on the, you know, they have to get out of the ceiling. They come down. They jump on the skeleton of the T-Rex and stuff like that, and that raptor's standing right there, and then it's chasing them around. They hit the ground. Tim gets caught under the, the rib cage of one of the dinosaur yeah, Just uh, like fossils. the car falls yeah. Just like the car. <laughs> so we get that again, a little gag, you know, there, there. But the, 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 whole, the whole bones thing breaking into different pieces and everything hanging. hanging from them, yeah. that feels very Spielberg to me. Yeah. yeah. I can you know, see that. Like, it seems kind of like an unnecessary sort of indulgence. Yeah. It's kind of silly, but it's fun. But that scene there right here at the end. And I do have problems with that because Josh is always talking about geography and how things work because they're sitting there and they got a Raptor and a Raptor and they're watching them. And out of fucking nowhere, this T-Rex grabs that Raptor. That's about to attack them. Okay. When they were in the Jeep earlier, it was boom, boom, yep. boom. The fucking T-Rex is coming. But they didn't hear him coming. Oh, yeah. When they were falling onto the ground. They're standing on the ground. They call them thunder lizards for a reason when they walk. <laughs> you know, come maybe on. Maybe the T-Rex, he's a hunter. Maybe he was. He's fucking ninja, dude. He's walking on his front legs. He's like, well, I'm going to use my that's little what the t- that's, what the t- that's what the T for T-Rex stands for. It's tiptoes, Rex. Tiptoes. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's ballet, dude. He gets on his yeah, toes. He's got like a little tutu. And- <laughs> yeah, he's got a little tutu. T-Rex tutu. We've got a lot of score leading up to that, and, and they're running through the gates, the grates, and the... the so I'm not yeah. too worried about the sound of the... the uh, but they, they, it was too much going on to pay attention to yeah, the sound right. of the T-Rex walking. But up. when it gets in the fight with the raptors, which in other uh, sequels, we kind of have the same thing happen. But, dude, when the, he... Knock throws the one raptor down and he turns around and right at the fucking screen screams as the fucking banner falls with the Oof. dinos. Dude, that's Pretty. a fucking great shot. Yes. That shit is amazing. That shit is yes. fucking awesome. Cause you get a full fucking shot of the whole T-Rex. That that scene is 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 like this movie just laying its nuts on the table. Just slapping its right nuts here. right on the table. Right there. Bam. Take a good look at these nuts. That's dino that, nuts. In yeah, your that's face. what that scene is. <laughs> We're not all females. Slabam. Nuts on the table. Yeah. I think it's super fucking cheesy. Stop. It's <laughs> oh great. my god. Have you cynic. Fun. I thought I was the cynic on this podcast. No, not for this You're the movie. Cynic. Josh just purposely doing it to argue with Jenny. No, I'm really not. Like, I really find it to be very cheesy that they did that. Like, it just, it's one of those things where it's like, really, that's what we're going to, we're going to end on that note. But you You don't end on that note. Yeah, you do. You pretty much do. No, because I, there is a moment I like. Mr. Hammond, after careful consideration, I've decided not to endorse your park. So have I. That shit's fucking awesome. It's good. So like, have I. Me either. Yeah. Now. <laughs> yeah. Now. Yeah. Too late. 
too late, too late. Any, uh, any, crazy old man. Any, anybody who, who has their thoughts about them could have, like, you had to have thought there was a, there was a chance that this would happen. How do you not think that this something like this could happen? He's, this is poorly planned. This, this yeah, whole, it's just yeah, all that, ego and money and, you yeah. know, no thought. It's all an illusion. When we have control again. You've never had control. That's the illusion. I was overwhelmed by the power of this place. But I made a mistake, too. I didn't have enough respect for that power, and it's out now. Does anyone else like when they see the pelican? I, I I love that moment even now like yep. it's the bird thing that he's yep. been talking about well that but also like they're they're seeing something familiar they've they've been in a place where all the fauna is like this crazy shit and yeah. they're, they're like that's the sign that you're safe now and I and and it almost makes you look at the the pelican with a little bit of wonder like you almost look at it wow. under in in it from a new perspective I think uh, you know just like looking at the animals we have now and how you know they they're not permanent necessarily either some of them are endangered not the pelicans obviously uh but i i think there's a and they do resemble they're very kind of dinosaur looking birds yep. you know like as far as birds go and yeah it's it's kind of a nice moment where they get to see they see the pelicans and you, you realize okay our characters are safe they're back with normal animals but i think you also like the pelicans flying it's kind of pretty and you go oh it kind of gives you like a little uh, appreciation for what we the animals that we have now in a way i don't know i, pre- I, I, appreciate I, I always like that yeah like i was like that scene in when i was a kid too like and i and i felt it the same way this time i was like it just made me feel warm and fuzzy it makes you kind of <laughs> yeah. look at animals and appreciate them again you know you get kind of bored of animals and go hey you know what animals are great and they don't try to eat me which is nice and we get five sequels i've never been a fan of part two i mean i still watch this one i still watch this one occasionally i mean this this movie is entertaining i will absolutely give it that and the main reason i have an issue with it is just because it's it's my own hang-ups with it really you know just not seeing it in the theater as a kid uh and maybe being a little let down when i saw it you know, for the first you time. You hate Steven Spielberg. Yeah. You hate, <laughs> you hate, Again, uh, every single piece of the puzzle that goes together for this movie is, is, is something that I love, but the movie altogether just doesn't, doesn't, uh, doesn't rock my world like everybody else. You said, uh, when we talked earlier this week, you would also like us to talk about our top four Spielberg movies. Since we're talking about Spielberg right now. <laughs> Spielberg. I mean, I'm sure we'll get to some of Spielberg's other movies at some point in the show, but I thought, you know, being as though we're talking about this movie, like, obviously, this would not be on my top four of Steven Spielberg movies. And I was wondering what everybody else is. It better not be. It better not be after all the shit you talked about. (laughs) But, um, and just real real quick, like, I just go through your top four. Like, uh, Jason, what would your top four Steven Spielberg movies be? I would go, my number four is uh, Catch Me If You Can. Mine too. Really? Yeah. I love that, dude. Tom Hanks, Leonardo DiCaprio. Dude, that's a great movie. I love Christopher Walken. Two little mice fell in a bucket of cream. I also have that movie. It is it is either my number four or my honorable mention. I cannot decide. Guys, I haven't seen that movie. What? Wow. 
A what? It's so Great. Good. And it's, a, it's based on a true story at that. I know. I just never saw it. I don't know. It's great. very good. It's, give it a watch, man. It's yeah. it's good. You'll enjoy Kayla, it. I, I, I was curious. I asked Kayla to tell me her Spielberg movies, and she mentioned that one. It's one of hers as well. So. Oh, would you like to hear me tell a joke? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we'd love to hear a joke from you. Knock, knock. Who's there? Go fuck yourselves. What's your what's your for? Man, I, I actually had a really hard time with this, especially trying to uh, like part of me wanted to just put all three Indiana Jones as like three out of my four. Like I seriously I just wrote down Indiana Jones. Like it could be yeah. <laughs> any of them. Like yeah. Like I really yeah. as far as rewatchability, I'll probably watch the Indiana Jones trilogy more than any trilogy more yeah, than it's a other. fucking trilogy thank yeah. you it's a trilogy there more is than, no part four yeah i mean that's really kind of like one two three for me but i i i mean i really have like seven or eight here <laughs> you're not allowed to have seven or eight come on four quick five. we're making it a quick top four here eric am i saying all of them or just number yeah, four yeah just go through all of them okay, okay. Right. uh minority part jaws saving private ryan Jurassic park indiana jones that's five Okay. Not sticking to the top four formula. Yeah. <laughs> and that was if always his idea. Off, if, I've, if I've got it, I'll kick my report off. Uh, so I'll, I'll say, I'll say, Jaws, Saving Private Ryan, Jurassic Park, Raiders will be my top four. All right. You, you want me to finish mine out then? Yeah, Jason, go ahead and finish yours up. Uh, four was Catch Me If You Can. Three, Last Crusade. Oh. Two, Jaws, and number one, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Ah, yes. <laughs> Raiders. So is two excellent. two Indiana movies. Yeah, Raiders would be at the top of my list. Yes, Raiders right, for sure. With you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bam. What you got, Jenny? Jason and I are clicking tonight. Yes, we, we're on. Um, Ankylosaurus all the way, bro. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm gonna go the other way. It. I mean, Jaws. Jaws yeah. is number one. F yeah. Um, Absolutely. Jaws is number one or four. Jaws is number one. Okay. I, th I was going one. Okay, number one. All right, what else you got? Um, number two. <laughs> <laughs> Who does number two work this for? Is so hard. <laughs> um, ET. Okay. Yeah. Um, number three. Jurassic Park. Hey. Okay. <laughs> Number four, <laughs> Last Crusade. All right. Catch all me if right. you can. Um, Interesting. Last mention. Crusade, the only indie for you? I mean, you could group them all together if you want, but. But if you had to pick a favorite, Last that's Crusade. That's my favorite. Sean Connery is in this movie. Hell yeah. He should have been John Hammond in this movie. And one. I just really, I, I really love the whole, like, Holy Grail search. Sure. Like, that, sure. that one just really appealed to me. This is the argument. Indiana Jones and Nazis always works. Yeah. Yep. Always. It works yep. in Temple of Doom too, man. I, I honestly view all three of the Indiana Jones trilogy like the same. Like I love all of them the same. Yeah. I love yep. Temple of Doom. I don't understand the hate for it. Yeah. Uh, I like Temple of Doom, but it's, hate, it's, but it's number three to me. It's number three. So I think it's probably number three for me too, but I really do like Temple of Doom. Oh, it's, I do like it. It's right there. 
Yeah. All right, Mr. Spielberg over here. We already uh, let's lay it out here for us, Josh. What do we, we got? We know for Jaws you is number one, don't we? Jaws number one. Yeah, I mean, you know, and that's the thing. Like when I think of top Spielberg stuff, like like Saving Private Ryan, like how can that not be on a list? Like, and it wasn't on yours. Like, I got but, an honorable mention right here. It's but right like, like I, I like Saving Private Ryan is a, a far better movie than Jurassic Park it's- to me too hard to watch repeatedly i can i can it's see that very different approach i agree though i agree if i had i i would put it above dress park as well so it's my, really but, hard to pick four it's very guys. hard yeah but i pretty much have everything you guys have picked uh, jaws saving private ryan uh indiana jones you can put any of them there and then catch me if you can was my number four so. I, get, I, uh, I even had Ready Player One on my honorable mentions. Get I the love the out of here. No, Cut his I, mic. Cut this I man's know. mic. I no, love we don't... the nostalgia in that movie. I <laughs> love the nostalgia in that movie. I enjoyed it. It's a fun watch, dude. I, I haven't watched that. it since the theater, so. It's I either. love the nostalgia in that movie. No, I'm sorry. You like what you like. It's fine. It's fine. Don't let me don't let me rain on your parade. It's garbage. That movie's garbage. All right, hey Jason. Whose tagline is it anyway? Oh, let's see. Oh, we got an extra player this week. We got Jenny coming to play with us. This Ready player see. three. See, and this is why this is a game. This is why this is a game where the taglines are made up and the points don't matter. Because now we have a third person who's not going to be near in as many points as as Eric and I have at this point. Oh, you're like matter. keeping a running total. Jason is. I said the points I don't have. matter, oh. but he keeps making a, a, making a <laughs> argument for it every I'm, week. Jenny, it's because I'm losing and Jason wants to win my <laughs> Go ahead. He's going to give you a tagline and it will either be true or false. That's tricky. It's going to be either I did it, it or Hollywood tricky. wrote it. Okay. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. He plays with your mind a little bit. Always play with their minds. All right. You ready? <laughs> yes. <laughs> The beasts are unleashed. Fake. Fake. I say fake. Yes, it is. I wrote it. <laughs> <laughs> the park is open. Real. I, I think that's real. <clears throat> go real. Yeah, I'm going to go fake. It's real. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's see. Dinosaurs live again. Mm, fake. 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 Yes, you're all correct. <laughs> <laughs> Did we ever stop to ask if we should? Now, fake. these are from the whole run. So Fake. The whole run? Fake. Fake. Because fake. every time it's released... Yeah, they, they add they a tagline. That makes me think yeah. it's real because it is a line from the movie, and I feel like they would do that. I'm going to say it's real. Eric said fake. What do you got, Jenny? Fake. I wrote it. Josh. Yeah, Josh, you're done for, son. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Beating you. What are you All talking right. about? <laughs> you're going Life. down. Going down. <laughs> I told you it's a competition. All right. Life finds a way. Real. 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 You're all correct. And welcome to dot, 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 dot. Jurassic. I think that's real because it's just weird having the dot, 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 dot 
business. I do that all the time, though. I've done it several times, so whatever. He's trying to talk me out of it. I'm going to say it's no, real. No, you do whatever. I don't care. Oh, he's stumbling down. Yeah, he's I'm stumbling. It's 100% real. <laughs> I say it's real. Real. It is real. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Damn, Josh had his ass handed to him. He, he, he didn't got two of them wrong. You stuck, Josh. Well, I hate this. But that's tagline. Perfect score, bitches. <laughs> the price is wrong, bitch. <laughs> but Jurassic Park's been around a long time, so a lot of people have seen the movie posters and the box art with that on the front of it. So it's kind of hard to do some of these and make up your own. So. They're all, I'm never sure. No matter how sure I act about it being real or fake, I never know. It's a fun <laughs> little game that we've got here. I like it. I like it. I like it. So it'll it'll be thirty years old next next year. Is that right? Uh, yeah, yeah. Ninety three, didn't yep. Thirty That's years old, wild. man. Yeah. It holds up pretty well for a thirty year old movie. I mean, damn, like it looks good. Like I, I the CGI does not quite hold up the way it, I thought it did this watch, but. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. When when things get close up close and personal, they use practical stuff, and it holds no. together pretty well, I think. All right. All right. Well, let's uh let's close this bitch out. The good, the bad, the ugly. <laughs> he put a little extra in it because Jenny's here tonight. Yeah, yeah. It's it's, it's fellow uh, redhead over there. <laughs> so let's go first. Our guest, Jenny, will go first tonight. Oh, goodness. Okay. Um, the good, everything about this movie. <laughs> Sorry, I love Jurassic Park. The old Park. everything. Um, <laughs> bad. You don't have to have anything. It's not a stipulation. You don't have to have a bad. I don't have you're, anything. You're... Hey, hey, your bad is uh, the arguments you get to have with your husband over yeah. how m- much you love it and he doesn't. Josh is your bad. Josh is the bad. <laughs> Josh is bad. I'm the bad guy. Hey, hey, bad. By the way, people, by the time you listen to this, these two will have celebrated another wedding anniversary coming up. So congrats to them, too. That's hey. true. Thank you. Hey, yes, thank you. Um, no ugly, obviously. <laughs> yeah, I can't think of anything i mean like beyond everything the things that i really love about this movie are God, never mind it's just gonna, i'm just gonna list everything so never mind everything i love everything nothing is bad this movie is great we did not discuss the shirtless yes uh, in malcolm <laughs> scene but i think we all know it's iconic so it, it is. I mean, this movie it is heavily yeah, it's right here, right behind in, Josh. In pop form, I made worth Josh noting, buy this. Yeah, worth noting. This movie is heavily uh, memed. There are yes. a ton of yeah. memes from this movie. Oh yeah. Oh my god. Uh, yeah. See, nobody cares. You've got sexy uh, Goldblum. You've got all kinds of stuff. Uh, definitely a, a heavy meme movie. Big pop culture influence and that kind of stuff all right eric well hit uh, us with your good the bad and the ugly all right well i'm similar to jenny uh my good is a long list of of things and they're mostly moments t-rex save with the banner the great bump uh when they're climbing through the grates and the girl gets popped up uh the code projected on the raptor's face 
the mirror trick, the, the raptor breathing on the window, the raptor toe taps, sexy Ian Malcolm, uh, the water moving in the cup. And to me, the greatest good, my favorite moment of the film is the foot stepping in the mud. Yes. Mm. That, that moment, and this is why I couldn't disagree with Josh, that's my favorite moment of the whole film. And it does happen in that T-Rex scene and it doesn't yeah. get better than that. For me uh the bad is when sam neil sniffs the egg it's like <laughs> talking about things like uh, uh. this and that and he's like sniffing the egg like it's giving him some kind of information like <laughs> it smells like shit you know uh smells gross it's a just hatched egg it's Dude, disgusting the way he said it was, it sounded, it sounded like fucking uh the godfather uh, you, you, you smell a little musty mm, he's like know. he's like a sommelier you know He's like, it's like, he's like, uh, the marinara, notes, no, of, right. notes of cherry. And, you know, <laughs> anyway, that's stupid. Uh, ugly is, and I'm going to request a, a, and maybe you can't do this, Josh, uh, but if you can find it, uh, ugly is when Tim is trying to get away in the kitchen and he's shuffling because his leg doesn't work and he's mm -hmm. shuffling. I hate that shuffle. And it reminds me of when he was in the river wild and at the end, he runs down the rocks, you know, like when they finally kill Kevin Bacon and he runs, spoiler, and he runs <laughs> down the rocks and he's like, yay, <laughs> mommy, yay. Mama, and, mama. Yeah. And me and my kids always joke about that scene when he runs down the rocks. It's hysterical. But I don't like that when he drags his leg. Uh, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, what are you talking about? Uh, I'm feeling you. I don't like it. It's ugly. That's my ugly. <laughs> Jason. Uh, good. Love that I finally got to see dinosaurs walk the earth, even Hell though they're, yeah. they're fake as a kid of being such a, a dino nerd growing up. I mean, the experience, first time watching it, and they're on as a child. I mean, as an adult, yeah, we're going to tear it apart, especially when you're talking about movies for a show. We're going to find things. Uh, but the love of dinosaurs is just overwhelming to see that. Uh, and the fact that Stan Winston helped us have dinosaurs. I, I mean, all the work Stan Winston did in movies all these years, dude, it was spectacular. I mean, they look real. Uh, I mean, outside the CGI stuff, when you know you get to look at a dinosaur, it looked like, like you reach out and touch it and it was real. It wasn't just plastic or something. It looked like it had flesh and bone to it. Right. So, yeah. um my bad maybe it doesn't hold up as far as some graphics but it, like uh eric said it is better than some others even though it's 30 years old but i had mentioned this earlier as part of my bad is the cgi that was created in this movie it was great and it was fantastic but i believe after this it gave hollywood an easy out to make these bigger blockbusters movie a cheaper way because they could just throw cgi graphics on everything Hence, uh, our re-edits of Star Wars movies with CGI characters added to it. It looks like shit. Uh, even some other blockbuster movies, they were like, okay, let's throw people like Stan Winston and everybody out of business. We're just going to create it on computers. And it took the realism out of it. I think it hurt Hollywood for years. Uh, the theme prequel where it was the monster was all CGI. It can all be almost related back to the CGI that was created for Jurassic Park. It's it crazy just, to think that Phantom Menace came out in 99. Yeah. Right. And, Again. And it does not 
look as good as I obviously you're yeah. in like a fully, but yeah, you're right. It, it started a trend that we're still dealing yeah. with. Yeah. So, I mean, that's like my bad and the ugly. That's not really. That's, I think it would have been better if it was a little more horror, bloodier, like more horror. Yeah. Like the books, like everybody says they read. Cause remember, I don't read books. You read the book. You don't know. What the- I don't read books. No, I know. I got pet that pictures, but that's, that's what I got. Now let Josh tear it apart. He's going to skip good and go to bad and ugly. No, I've got good. I've got good. Whoa. Um, Whoa! I mean, the good for me is is everything about the T-Rex scene, like the practical effects mixed with the CGI, like that entire scene is terrifying. Like that is the pinnacle point of this movie for me. And like, that is why I want to watch this movie when I do is like, I want to get to that scene. And honestly, like I could turn the movie off after that. Like I just, that, that is worth price of admission for me. Um, but I think that's also kind of what hurts the movie is like, that's, that's where I kind of draw the line. It's like, I, that's what I'm here to see. And everything else is just kind of in the background for me, but I can't deny like the practical effects work, Stan Winston's work, even Spielberg's directing that scene, even though there's continuity errors, like it still is a thrilling scene to watch. And I'm, I'm transfixed on it from every second that it's going on. Um, I also really love the lunch scene where Ian, Ian is telling him how much he sh- what he's doing is wrong. Like, I really got a lot out of that scene this time. Um, bad for me is there's obvious continuity errors in the movie, and that really kind of hurts it for me just from a technical standpoint. But, like, it's it's pretty... For someone like Spielberg, who's made movies that I hold near and dear to my heart, like, that's the other thing about this movie is this movie really does feel like he drew something from everything he'd done at this point in his career and put it into a movie. It's jaws. It's, it's hook. It's, it's close encounters. It's, 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 it's everything he's done to this point kind of thrown into a mishmash. And I feel like, I feel like the movies that make this movie are better in that regard. Um, and I don't, I don't have an, I don't have an ugly, like I really, I mean, I just, again, it's, it's, it's a movie that I think is flawed. And do what? The IT the department I, at Jurassic IT, Park is the IT ugly. Department <laughs> yeah, ugly. Yeah, that's a good Bail. point. It's like five computers. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, <laughs> a whole part. In the bag of Doritos. Hire, hire more like people. That. You obviously spared some expense. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> didn't, but, I, I, didn't I read that when uh, he started making this or, or getting it going, he was in the middle of finishing up Schindler's List? They came out the same year. He yeah, wanted to say it. I think he was start ending Schindler's List and moving into Jurassic Park. And you almost kind of wonder if that didn't. From what yeah. I read, he actually wanted to do Schindler's List. The studio told him he could do Schindler's List, but they wanted him to do Jurassic Park first. Okay. And um and yeah, I mean obviously, I mean we've seen with with my favorite movie Jaws, Jenny's favorite movie as well. Like we've seen him adapt a, a, a novel into a movie, and it's our favorite movie of all time. And it's one rare exception where the book for that 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 movie is based on is really not at the level that the movie is. Um, unfortunately, like that's another thing that I kind of judge this movie upon as well. Like I feel like the book to this movie is probably a lot better even though I haven't read the whole thing. Like, I feel like it's probably a lot darker in tone. The books are, I mean, 99.9% of the time, the book is going to be better than the movie. Right. But I like, like I say, like I, I've seen Spielberg bring a book this to the screen. This isn't a book podcast, guys. Come on. 
<laughs> we don't read books. Bring that nerd shit over to the book podcast. We're going to have to bring some of that nerd shit to when we talk about In the Mouth of Madness with Mr. Sam Neill here. Uh, you know, <laughs> Stephen I King stories and shit. But, I can't wait. But yeah, I mean, I, you know. I give Jenny a hard time. I give everybody a hard time because I honestly just don't hide, hold this movie in like the higher stature of Steven Spielberg stuff or even like my top tier of movies. Like it's an entertaining movie for me, but it doesn't hold that special place in my heart like some other movies do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I think you've been pretty fair to it. I, I wasn't sure what to expect. And I got to say most of your points are valid. Yeah. I give respect on that. Most yeah. respect for you. So, but if you want to trash me in the comments and say you're stupid for not liking Jurassic Park, oh, by all means, do, do trash it. Josh. Absolutely. I, see it. I don't know. You're probably going to have some people who agree. You probably will. I, and so. I would, I would love to chat with them. I would love to have someone that feels the way I feel about Jurassic Park because most people do hold it very near and dear to their heart. So, but that is our conversation about the iconic Jurassic Park tonight. I figured we'd go ahead and get it out since the new one's coming out. Hopefully it'll be the end of a terrible franchise at this point, but who knows if it makes a ton of money, they could do whatever they want with it. They've proven that. So we'll do uh, another one. And when Jurassic Park 15 comes out, but if you like this show, please make sure you hit the like button, subscribe, hit the notification bell. So, you know, we're putting out new episodes. If you're listening to us on a podcast platform, please give us a five-star review and a um, thumbs up. We would really appreciate it. Until next time, be kind. Rewind! Rewind. God damn it, we did it. Hey, this felt like an old timey. We got Jenny on here. We went super long. It's so late. This is a juicy one. (laughs) It's a juicy episode. It's a juicy meat the ball, yeah.